John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Uh, this is the morning sickness, and we're ready to go. Preparing for Hurricane Hillary. Ooh, I remember. It's not going to happen, by the way. It never does. In the year 2000, I think it was 2001, they had a hurricane come up to Baja. And they were selling sandbags downtown. I remember I worked at The Zone, and they were telling me I had a response. I remember before my afternoon fart show, I had to sit down with the managers. We get a responsibility. That hurricane's going to hit about 5 o'clock today. Like, we're not getting hit by a hurricane. Yeah, no. Home they Depot getting Selling rocked. sandbags. And they had, like, makeshift sandbag setups. So I sent uh, my friend Kevin out to do live reporting from outside. And it was just a little windy for a while. They, we, I don't even know that we got much rain, but we've had hurricanes that we almost root for to come get us. We get the residue. <laughs> We're not getting anything. This one, I remember, was coming up to Baja. They're like, it's going to hit. Yuma's, Yuma's going away. We were going to lose Yuma. Oh, there's not a problem there. I'm right. I'm like, who's complaining yeah. about that? It'll turn into a beach. It was Yuma was going to go away. We're, it's never going to be the same. We're going to lose this whole, all of it. And then I remember I was making fun of it, and a guy called, and he goes, Dude, I live in Yuma right now. We're under about three feet of water. No, you're not. He had a little, he was like right there by the water where it had risen up. None of the houses, nothing happened. And it's happening again where the news has got their fingers crossed. God, I wish this Hillary would hit us. It's not going to. Be a nice little rain. The temperature's going to drop. This is nice. It's good. We should be celebrating the fact that this is pretty good. We expected more. We don't get hit by hurricanes in the desert. If we did, it's a hell of a hurricane. And the thing you need to worry about is all the cities that got blown up on the way to getting here. Because it's... If Phoenix is the only one affected, that isn't a hurricane. That's an attack by God. <laughs> Tucson, Maricopa, oh my God. Where's the problem? I, too, dream of a hurricane someday sweeping up through Mexico and staying so strong it destroys Tucson. And no one would notice. No. It, a hurricane blew through Tucson, and the next day it'd be like, well, we need to sweep up Tucson. It looks exactly the same. There's nothing about Tucson that would change. Yuma going away? Sorry, humans. Come on. You guys are dying to get out of there, too. Nobody... If anyone could do it, Hillary. She's got the Yeah, mansion. Hillary's the one. I, I don't think... Yeah, oh, they kill. She, she's named after a murderer, so she's... Yeah, for sure. I just don't... Uh, no, no travel agent ever. No one ever says, when I'm done here, I'm retiring and taking my family over to Yuma. It's not a destination for anything. It's the stop-off for McDonald's and gas on your way to San Diego. That's it. That's it. So maybe the hurricane takes out Yuma finally, 20 years later, because I remember... That talk was hilarious. I don't remember the name of the hurricane. We have to be, John, I know that's not your M.O. This has to be something you take very seriously because this is this is very possibly going to hurt a lot of people. I'm like, we'll play it by ear, but I'm not seeing the desert southwest getting decimated by a hurricane. I'm just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think I'm pretty safe joking about it. At least hitting us. And it never got, it never Was that the one anything. we would always, uh, years after, would always blame Blame everything on it and any kind of tragedy that was Here? going on. No, there was a hurricane for a while that was... Oh, that was, was Katrina. Like, Katrina, yeah, yeah. Katrina, you know Katrina wasn't close to Arizona, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, but that was the joke. That was, right. No matter what, oh, oh yeah. it's Katrina. Katrina. And then there was that, one right. before that that was no, always... That was not... The, the the hurricane that came up the Pacific was not Katrina, and we weren't... And If we were threatened, it was equally as threatening to us as the one we had to be afraid of back in 2001. Yeah, Katrina was like 2005, but it wasn't even like it stopped being a hurricane midway up the Baja and turned into just rain. And then by the time I got here, it was just like tropical spit, tropical storm, tropical storm, nothing. So you know, 
if you got friends there in its path, probably living on the coast. That's one of the risks you take. And uh, Florence? I don't remember. I'll, I'll never remember the name. Florence. I think Florence is another eastern one. They don't really care about the West Coast hurricanes. Those don't ever. Yeah. Those don't ever do anything. Those are the typhoons. They don't really matter when they're in the Pacific. It doesn't. It's not newsworthy because they very rarely amount to much. But and then they, they kept saying this guy could get a lot of uh, heavy rains and Blythe and quartzite. And I'm like, yeah, those that group needs a washing. It's good when they get rain. They, hopefully, they all stand outside like chickens with their meth heads up in the air and they drown them. Summer's Eve, all that out of there. <laughs> yes, yes, right. yes, a nice summer's Eve. That's what we should call this. They, Hurricane Summer's Eve comes through and takes care of Blythe and Quartzite. Because, man, does that place need a wash. I've never met anyone and said, uh, hi, I'm from Blythe. And then I walked away and went, how regal. <laughs> it never happened. No, I'm reaching for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm like, just, God, did you see that guy's tooth? Man. Hi, right, I reside in Blythe. Welcome to my kingdom. Oh, nope, doesn't happen. It's not a thing. You see this bread in life? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm thinking about getting a second home in Blythe. Said no one f- ever. So yeah, it's uh, not a thing. But uh, the news wants you to think that we're going to get bombarded. And okay, it's just going to be a big rain. It's going to be nothing. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry. Don't. Don't fall for the sandbags. <laughs> I remember going. I'm, Tim Moranville was the boss at the zone, and I went sandbags, guys. Really, sandbags. We don't do it for monsoons. You're going to do it for the potential goal. Oh, my God. Tim came in. He's like, John, this is what if you're wrong? Like, if I'm wrong, it's never happened before. Then I'll take my lumps. But I'm pretty sure. It's just like my argument of Brown's going to Brown, Lion's going to Lion, Cardinal's going to Cardinal. Phoenix going to be hurricane proof for a long time. You're like the old man at Mount... St. Helens. <laughs> I ain't leaving. Right. Okay, but the difference is Mount St. Helens was proven to be an active volcano, and he's, he lived on it. This Hell is, no. This is proven to be pretty hurricane-proof. Stop talking about hurricanes in Phoenix, you weirdos. Sandbag. Unless your house was uh, engineered like the Hayden Wash back in the day. Right. If you, well, they always tell everybody who moves in here, it's like you're in a floodplain. We're in a valley. Of course we're in a floodplain. It would have to be biblical. We're all flooding if you're flooding. Unless you bought in a wash. Then you're an idiot. It's not like I bought an Arcosante. I'm not a not a dip. I know what to do with a house. And it's pretty much made of bricks, so I have to just put some towels around the doors. I'll be okay. But yeah. And if it does flood. And we've had floods from the monsoons. Nobody really sandbagged up. No. I love when people panic. And it's like they, they, they bring their Midwestern and other state views here thinking, oh. It could happen if you know. That's all right. That's all right. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Royal Norman's a liar. That's what I'm saying. Ian Schwartz, liar. And I love Ian. He's a friend of mine. But when he gets on TV, I'm like, you can't trust this guy when he starts talking about weather. He knows it. Ian's in Hawaii right now doing Maui reports. Lying like crazy. No, he's telling the truth out there because oh, yeah. he's no, got no, a free trip. And I text him and I said, uh, hey, Schwartz, nice assignment. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's pretty devastating down here. And he goes, but I can't get over why everybody's freaking the F out about people in other cities being here. And I'm like, I, I'm, you're there. What is it? And he goes, well, if Gilbert started on fire and burned down, pe- people would still be allowed in Cave Creek, right? And right. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's kind of what's going on. He goes, but but he blames. He goes, the news is saying, like, the whole island's a mess. And he goes, they need to find places for these folks. He goes, but it's, it's a little calmer than they're letting on. 
Lahaina's gone, which is weird. Yeah, I know that was a big part of uh, when you visit Maui. Huge. Or whatever, but it's it's such a tiny little section. Right. And then there's like two other cities that are 20, 25 minutes away. It is. It's like if Gilbert burned down. Even Queen Creek would still keep going if Gilbert burned down. Unfortunately. Can't get rid of Queen Creek. Tougher no, to don't get start there. that one again. <laughs> well, you go around it. You don't like when I go after Queen Creek. No, no, no. I'm just because saying. Because of those gays again. Yeah, they're they're going to come after you again, oh, Stephen. Stephen Holmberg's back <laughs> at it. Well, if they were good gays, they wouldn't be living in Queen Creek in the first place. That's what I've established already. That's fact. Good gays live in the Biltmore. Like decent gays. So much so that the, uh, you know, back to the Hawaii thing, that uh, chief, uh, what was it, fire? The fire chief there? Or the... <laughs> I thought you were going to an Indian named Chief Fire. <laughs> no, he resigned. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> but he's off to a rough chief start. Ohoma, chief Ohoma. Chief He fire resigned. Chief. Well, yeah, he was the guy who was the disaster manager. Didn't hit the alarm. They're accusing him of not warning the people. How do you know? It's a fire. It's like, whoa. Yeah, fire. Who saw that coming? Not a single person said it's going to burn the whole city down. Crazy. It's just nuts. But it's it's tragic and it's terrible that that whole city went and the death. It's remarkable. Again, I go back to thinking. And uh, Jay Ackerman, who's up at uh, Tactical Black, was talking. He was there just last year. And he said, uh, you could kind of tell it was, you know, it was the really wet spots. And he goes, and then there was the stuff you're like, wow, this is really kind of dried out, not really being paid attention to. He didn't think, you know, the whole city was going to burn down. But he was just there and he said, no, it's, it makes sense. Like, if you've been there over the last couple of years, you look at it and go, mm, it's a lot of dry. It's drier than. Yeah, well, I picture Hawaii like Jurassic Park every It's the yeah, same thing. So I just read an article. Last rains night. every day. Yeah, I, I figure it's tropical, but, you know, I'm an idiot, so who knows. I just read an article the other day and realized, what a, Brett's going to love this, because this made me, I was alone oh. reading my phone, and there's an article about a bear that escaped from the cargo hold in an Iranian flight. So there's Iranian plane, and they had a bear in the cargo. It's a passenger plane, and some a wild bear is in the cargo in a cage. And the next thing you know, there's some rumbling going down in that car. He got out of the cage and started tearing stuff up, and he got loose, and they had to get the thing back to... And my only thought was, man, I have to wrap my head around, um, like, domestic travel from Tehran. I just don't picture that whole country having an, a thriving airport. And I know I'm wrong, but I always, I, when I picture Iran, it's people in robes screaming from... <laughs> it's like none of them are, none of them are going somewhere. Like, none of them are on a trip or having a nice weekend. And this one was going to Dubai. And then you think, well, they're all oil rich. Of course they've got airplanes. I thought they didn't even have airplanes. I'm a terrible <laughs> human being. I'm like, oh, my God. I ran into carpets. Or what? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, of course they travel with carpeting and <laughs> and walking and goats and like that, right? That's what the that's what the TV's taught me as an American. Over 3,000 passengers heading to they're all sitting crisscross applesauce right, right, like yeah. on the floor. <laughs> Hanging off the wheels. And yeah. I'm like, of course there's a bear on it. Everybody's trying to get out. And that's not even Iran. It's just the area. We're just enemies with them. So my brain power drops down to, aren't they just kind of savage farmers who run around with their animals all day and, right. and poke sticks at a, us? a luxury liner. <laughs> it's probably and, beautiful. And this guy's pet bear that he's bringing. Yeah, you can bring <laughs> it on there. Yeah, it's probably some exotic billionaire with oil money. His bear got loose. 
But again, then I go back to like not being too wrong because I don't think American Airlines is putting a grizzly in the cargo hold with the you know the people's Pekingese and a couple German shepherds in your luggage. It, it's it's flying solo. I've never once because I sit and watch that. But when I land, I like watching the. I don't fly this way anymore. I won't. When you're sitting there by the window, just waiting the 45 minutes to get off the plane, and you can see the luggage leaving. I've never once seen a cage with a bear go by. I've seen dogs and stuff, but I've never ever once seen like a. I've actually been at the the baggage claim and seen the dog come shooting over and down the ramp. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that's supposed to happen. They put him on the little deal. He got there. He was sitting in baggage claim, San Jose, California. I'm like, wow. They just put him right out there with the rest of the luggage. Some lady grabbed it, grabbed a blue bag, and got out of there. Never seen a bear, ever. But he got loose, and I and my my bigot brain, and I'm fine with hating Iran. I think we're supposed to still. So I'm like, I'm glad I don't like. I'm glad I think lowly of them. It was very bougie American to think that Iran has travel. <laughs> How they do that. You still have Ayatollah issues. Oh, I got Ayatollah. Yeah, it's all I picture is like them freaking out in the middle of a city and dumping a casket and then lighting things on fire and running into their dumpy buildings. And and I looked at Tehran last night on the... It's a thriving college town. It's basically Tempe. Like, everybody's young and exciting and fun. And like, I thought all those escaped and got here and became doctors. I, they just don't have good bear kennels. They're using the standard dog kennel. Whatever. They've, they've got bears on their planes. That is amazing. But it made me a bigot for like a few seconds. I'm like, yeah, Iranians with... They got And it was like Iranian air. I'm like, they have their own companies? Like, it just it just kept dwindling down to... These are just simple farmers who hate us. That's it. The whole nation. I've never once seen like a nice restaurant. Like you a, think of farmers? Oh, immediately. I think of oil people who are... Like hate money, <laughs> like I just Living think of people in large who are just, tents out in the desert right. or something. Every visual I have of Iran is just angry. They hate us. They run around in their robes. They sit in buildings that have bullet holes all over the outside of them, and they're just mad all the time. And stonings uh, on the weekend. They never laugh. Yeah, they stone people. They chop hands off nonstop. Their 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 stores are all outside on tables. They're screaming for no reason. Like, <laughs> just no reason to that. And, and then they showed pictures of, and it looked like Tempe, and I'm like, oh, very modern. It looked pretty nice. <laughs> I think a call center's in Aladdin. That's the two things. Yeah, that, that's the two. Well, it's the same thing. It's over there. <laughs> You're worse than me. My admission that I just don't have a firm grasp of what, well, because I've been taught that as an American kid. I grew up being taught Iran is a third world nation. Me mess. too. Who cares yeah. about everybody right, over there? Exactly. So why have I ever thought of them having a thriving air business? Of course they fly. Brett, you need to do that next time you get the call. Listen, you Iranian piece. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell Look me. here, Ayatollah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And then I just kind of ashamed myself a little, and then I giggled like, Jesus, something's wrong with you. You know, I've had people say that out loud about, like, Africa. I'm like, Africa has airlines? Like, yes, they're not. Because the images we get shown are all just hungry. Yeah, Sally Struthers. Right. And I talk to Janny all the time, and he's like, no, the hotel. and Because I'll ask him. He wants me to go to Africa with him, which is the zero-sum probability. And he's like, you want to come with me to the Sudan? I'm like, absolutely not. It's awful. It's just just all black people. And he laughs like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he, finds, he finds that funnier than anybody. So I always say that to him. I can't be. You know I would stand out like a sore thumb there. He goes, oh, my God, they would love you. They wear the KUPD shirts. I'm like, they don't listen on the app or anything. No, they do. I'm like, they don't have that. He goes, 
Why do you think that? So I'm like, where would I stay? Like, do you have a hut for me? We have a hotel and television. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and why'd you leave? The rebels. And I'm like, see, now we're talking. Now that's what I know about the rebels yeah. and the. He, his place wasn't that way when he left. But but it is that way still because he showed me pictures of his last trip. We had a big celebration. Here's a video. And these women come out and they're gorgeous. I'm, I am attracted to the Sudanese skin. And the women come out and they're beautiful and they're in these and they're doing this dance and the guys come out and they do a dance. And I'm like, wow, that's really neat, Janie. I said, is this at like some sort of Yes, it's at the center, like a convention hall, and it's beautiful. And I'm like, and then what'd you do? Then we slaughtered a cow and I'm okay. See, this is the this is what I think. They slaughtered it right there at the party. Fresh. And uh, they drug it out and did it right in front of everybody and just started throwing it on fire. I've seen apocalypse now. That's how it works. That's (laughs) exactly. We all go off our images. I never picture I ran to be good. But <laughs> when they say, uh, this guy says, Iranian bear, isn't that just a gay guy in a cage? It's like, <laughs> yeah, Iranian bear. There are a lot of hair. Got out of the cage, destroyed stuff. Yeah. Now, speaking of racism, this dude on Big Brother that we talked about a few days ago that dropped the N-bomb in casual conversation on the show, Luke Valentine. And the second he said it, he looked over at the black guy in the room like, whoops, caught myself. I don't know who's running his PR, but he said, uh, the reason I said it is because I had a lack of sleep and I was really hungry. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, just Hangry. Shut Hangry no, can leave you. Uh... I've been hungry before and I never gone, this <laughs> needs a biscuit right here. <laughs> it's never happened. I've never thrown the N-bomb just casually and go, that was out of my control. I must be low blood sugar. No diabetic ever goes, I need a shot. I just said <laughs> five times. It's the worst excuse ever. And he did a little TikTok video. He goes, really? I'm not that guy. And you're dead in the water the second you... It's the Tom Brenneman. It's not who I am. The word didn't surprise you. You said it. Is he wearing a Cassiano's jersey and everything? And he, uh, yeah. and he, was he might as well in the middle of it. Said, Look, I hadn't had a snack all day. Had a bat in his hand. I was, <laughs> I was really upset. Uh, there's a deep drive by Cassiano's. It's a 4-1 <laughs> red. The reason I said is because I'm hungry and I'm sleepy. I've said that at home. Oh, this needs a nap and a Sammy. You're hungry, aren't you? They don't do Snickers commercials and say that. You turn, you turn into a racist when you're hungry. Doesn't happen. But he shared uh, on his, his Wednesday on social media, he said, uh, pretty cl- clear I meant no harm when I used the word. But uh, what happened happened, and it was an incident I'm ashamed of, but I also don't think I was being malicious. Um trying hard to look unbothered by this. I think I'm failing. He basically said, sorry, I was hungry. <laughs> Which is not an excuse. He's for... off, right? There, he's oh, out he's the out. Show. He's gone. Yeah. The Big Brother audience is there. But nobody's given him any... Nobody's given... Nobody, everybody's got to pull the stick out, too, because this was not a... Uh, this was just catching a guy saying it. You know, this wasn't like he was aiming it at somebody yeah. or being like really racist with it. He just said it, and that's automatic uh, cancellation, and that's fine. I think the 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 deal is when you let a fleeting n bomb go through, when you just say it like you know, if you're a white guy and you say to someone else, "What up?" and you're kind of goofing and joking, and then you're like, "Oops, I got caught saying it." Yeah, you lose, you lose up to right there, you're gone, and then everybody's okay with you again. You just got to start over. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with not... Like, that's the best way. But to cancel him from life and say, you can't apologize for his apologies, garbage. But you just have to let him, he like, immediately live. has a robe on. Right. He's not a Klansman. He's, yeah. not, he's not hosing people off trying to go to school. He said the N-word. 
Oops. Terrible. Dummy. Said it on TV. You're canceled. That's it. You're, you're done from that. We all know the rule. You're off the show. But after that, let the dude go. Yeah, we all kind of saw it. It was stupid. I'm going to try not to do that ever again. And then his lessons learned. You just, you lose your job. You lose your job when you drop that bomb in the wrong room. But you can't come on TV the next day. You get worse. You make it ten times worse, and you're like, look, I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. You should see me. With, like, if I don't get my eight hours, I just say all day long. <laughs> it is not a valid excuse for why that fell out of your mouth. And those apologies, we have to. It's been years now with TikTok and social media, people goofing up. We we need an I, I think we need to start this company. Teach people how to follow up social media videos. Never ever ever go. It was the Ambien. You're, haven't you seen you get crucified ten times worse when your apology isn't good? Don't apologize. Go on the TikTok and say, yeah, I I say that word every once in a while and jest. I don't mean it towards a race, but yeah, I got caught. I'm, I gotta stop. It's dumb, but I like hip-hop, so and, and sort of so part of me sort of sings along in the car. Sometimes I think it's a little, so I did it. I got caught. Nothing better than just going and saying, yeah, I got nailed on this one, and I said it, so it was stupid. Once in a on. while, you can get off the hook by going to an addiction, you know. Very, even then. It seemed Steve to Kime. work on the phone. Right. Steve Kime went, and he's, he's on TV He again. should be his PR guy. Right. And yeah. you just... Either that or you just don't apologize and just go, look, it happened. Yeah. But you go on social media and give the reasons why. Roseanne taught us that when she dropped those crazy words. And then, I mean, the only one that I think has a valid excuse for why he went crazy is Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's phone call back in the day is like a racist fever dream. But in a way, I'm like, well, it sort of makes sense that words that he's out of control over. He's drunk. He's Furious at his ex or his current, his soon-to-be ex, Oksana. He is—he's in a rage. We give a pass to people for sentencing of murder when they're in a rage. The other thing that he didn't have going for him either was, uh, you know, wasn't that after the police incident? Oh, he had a few goose. He was an alcoholic. Yeah. So he had a few moments, and then this one comes out, and she releases those sugar tapes. teas. But had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He called, he called the cops <laughs> sugar teas, which was spilled. There is nothing wrong with that. A drunk calling cop uh, sugar is high ratings for OP Live. Nobody's complaining about that. Uh, tech on the fact it's William Wallace. I mean, you've got yourself a blockbuster. But when he called that lady of his, like OJ, if if it was a, I mean, it's, a it's an N word of passion. Is yes. basically what it was. He was just insane at the time, and he was screaming at her. And if you remember, I hope you get by a gaggle of. Was the and you're like whoa? And she's Mel's doing whatever she can to press all the buttons right. to get it on tape. Right, and she knows he's gone insane, and he's an alcoholic. So if anybody had a chance to have us all come back and go, I think Mel was out of sorts. He had the chance to go. I got to go to rehab. I got to get my life straight. I am a disaster right now. And to take the heat of saying I'm the disaster. I can't believe I said all those things I said, but it was in the heat of battle with someone that I'm, you know love and passion and uh, desire and uh, whatever she was doing in fidelity and him and alcohol like that was a perfect recipe for somebody to say a bunch of words that were horrible and he never got the pass he gets to do things here and there but he never became Mel Gibson again 
And he did say things about the Jews. I mean, he went off, but it was kind of like, all right, is this the real you or is this the alcohol and, and passion pain coming out? Think of every fight you've been in with a girlfriend that you hate now. Like that one girl that you had those fever fights with. And you're like, this isn't me at all. Like, what am I doing? You say crazy things. And then therapists go and they teach you, like, you can't start cussing. You can't start. I've seen people fight. I've listened to a fight in an apartment complex on Campbell once because I heard him fighting inside. And I stopped to listen. The dude inside should be in jail. He was threatening to kill her family. He was throwing racial slurs. He called her the C word about a hundred times. Oh, I don't see a problem with that part of it. Uh, he was trying to make her collapse verbally without, like, he can't physically handle her, so he was doing everything he could to just destroy her verbally. And it was, like, I was outside going, well, they need to shut their window. But I stood outside and listened for eight or nine minutes. Cop show up? Uh, I wasn't there when they did, if they okay. did. But it was loud, and it was horrifying. We had a co-worker here that when he got really drunk, oh, yeah. His address turned into horrible words. <laughs> we tried to get him an Uber. What's your address? 12514 Road. Oh my God. Shut up. Why did you say that? <laughs> that can't be true. Look that up. Google that. See if that's a, an actual street. It wasn't. He lived on like Royal Saguaro Lane. It, Something, yeah. Nothing even. Like he, he couldn't even stumble that word into road. Where is that? What city is that? In Scottsdale? No, it's in Arizona. God damn it. No possible way this is real. It's a deep drive by Castellanos. Next day, he came into work, handing out gifts. Sorry about that. When I get drunk, sometimes I just I say horrible things. Our Christmas parties were so good back then. They, they've they been canceled because of exactly, how great yeah. they were. We'll never have another holiday party again because of that kind of stuff. I mean, we've had sexual assault. We've had verbal assault. It's Sexual assault guy. It's trickled down to just a lunch now. Yeah, but sexual assault guy worked here for another five years. Because <laughs> it was like, look, you're bombed. I don't know that you even know you did this. He's drunk. Yeah, I Sorry. Mean, let it, this let was it. way beyond drunk. Like, this was a plastering that... That's how are you I'm still saying, awake? the rationale of the, the building. The lady who he grabbed... Her husband was like, get him out of here or I'm taking care of this right now. He had the, the wits about him to go, he's got three minutes to be gone. If he's still here, I'm killing him. And her husband could have, too. Then his, her husband could have beat, well, anybody could have. A child well, could have yeah. beat that dude up at that point. He was nothing. He was a bag of carbon. That was it. He was just wandering around as life, but barely. God, our Christmas parties were fun. So fun. I just remember. It was tough because, you know. That happened to that guy's wife, but the other wives didn't complain. <laughs> no, some of the wives so, were like, oh, you're tough like that in years. <laughs> Why are they all hanging around? You've got big hands. Does everyone from Baltimore have hands like this? <laughs> I won't touch your wife. I will not touch your wife. <laughs> Grab hold of all sorts. And he worked here for another five years because everybody looked at it and went, I don't know that that dude even knows that happened. To ask him to apologize is almost devastating because he's going to say something dumber. But this dude on Big Brother, yeah, I said the N-word, and uh, if someone would have just given me some Ritz crackers, it probably wouldn't have happened. You know, fill a cracker with crackers, we stopped saying <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It's the stupidest. Maybe it's in all companies, but it just seems like the experience that I've had in the years of radio, alcohol being involved in the party, there's always one or two that 
Don't you blame alcohol. Have, well, the episodes when there's uh, there's always a person when they get too drunk, things get out of hand. That's right, Brady, and that's not the alcohol's fault. That's the person's fault. Okay, so then it comes back to you. Then we gave this guy a all pass for five right. years. Because you, you can't do that twice. But we realized, okay, you got too deep. You've got a chance to fix this by never doing, like, drinking like that again. Yeah. Because I drank a lot. I didn't sexually assault anyone. I didn't say the N word. Yeah. So it's not the alcohol's fault, or alcohol would do it to all of us. It's the dude who drinks it needs a reset to say, you can't have that anymore. You become one of those drunks. I drank like a crazy person on July 28th. I left happy. I was fun. I had a nice time. I didn't say anything terrible to anyone. I even asked the next day. The only problem was I had a cupcake incident with a bass player for a Marty's band where I tried to feed him a little cupcake oh, yeah. while he played. Are you? Uh... And we moved the wrong direction at the same time, and I ended up smashing it in his nose. I felt terrible. And drunk, I felt terrible. I'm like, oh, I did not mean to do that. I Still, I didn't go, hey, eat the cupcake, <laughs> and then grab his hooch. It's not the... Looking at you, Brady. You stop that indoctrination and nonsense that alcohol's not the, the problem. The point is there's one or two that can't handle it in That's every right. company. That's their fault. That's a fact. Yes. That's their fault. I'm if not, not saying That's it's right. not. It's like blaming guns for murders. Guns don't saying, kill people. It's not people an do. anti-drinking thing. Alcohol doesn't make people drunk. Drunks make themselves drunk. That's right. You can't just walk by. Brett, help me out here. He's taking away our fun. You're the enemy of fun. Pull that wet blanket out of here. That's right. And that's why we should never have alcohol at a party. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. No reason to have a party, then. That's right. What's the point of the party? That's why nobody brings a jug of soda to somebody's house for a night. Hey, I brought us a two-liter for everybody. Oh, thanks. We're going to crack open the beer and alcohol while you drink your soda. Except for your buddy. Brought us the Dr. K. The O. Dr. O. Or Dr. K was the O. Yeah. That was its. Uh, anyway, if you said the N word at work, just go into your boss and go, said the N word. No real excuse for it. I was listening to Doja Cat on the way in. It kind of filtered into my brain. I made a mistake, said it. Probably going to be repercussions. And then watch that guy go, wow, that's big of you to say that. Yeah, I was an idiot. I screwed up. I, it was a terrible thing. Like most white people, I try not to say that in front of people, but today I slept. Did you say it at someone? No, it's just singing. There's a song she's got called Ain't and it's just loaded with the N-word, and I think I sang some of it out loud. Still pretty heavy in the music. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. And the youth love it's it. It's really not fair to make that word so taboo and then have such catchy songs to go, Ain't all up in your crib. I love that song. Can you imagine going on a trip and telling them you were singing that song? But, oh, I love that oh, song. Oh, yeah. Doja Cat. <laughs> I like Doja Cat. She's got nice <laughs> Yeah. So I'm good? Yeah, just, you know, don't go on social media and talk about her. All right, deal. Just stop it. Dude needs to be fired. And if you said it at work today, pull your phone down for a few days. That's the problem with social media. I'm sure that dude went home after the Big Brother incident and then read his social media and the attack. And he's like, I got to get out there and defend myself. I was so hungry. That's the worst thing I've... That might be the worst one. I was so hungry, I said to a guy. Oops. It's kind of weedy or something. I mean, I've been hungry before. Brady's hungry a lot. <laughs> and I've never worn so at him. Go, Will you get out of my way? i got to get to that vending machine. It's never happened. <laughs> Even as a joke. It's just not a thing. So, and by the way, 
little lesson learned there, too. If you're trying to scoot out of the house this morning without breakfast, there's a chance you're going to call someone later today. I guess that's a thing, so might as well. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. You didn't get breakfast today. <laughs> yeah, don't, I didn't, don't worry about that. I'm sorry about that, Tyrone. Uh, Brendan didn't mean it. He hasn't had breakfast. Get him a Pop-Tart immediately so he stops saying that. Not a thing. It's a terrible excuse. It's the worst excuse I've heard since Ambien's at least a drug that can render you goofy. And you might end up going, did I do what? What did I do? Hunger? Not an excuse. Lack of sleep? It has to be like 72 hours before you start hallucinating a thing. Like Jonah Hill when he called that photographer the homo F word. I don't think anybody was mad at him. He was mad at that dude. He was trying to make that dude feel bad. He was hurting that guy's feelings. Didn't mean he hated all gay people. He was just mad at that guy for banging into his car with his camera and chasing him around. So we called him the homo F word. Next day, he's crying on Fallon. It's not a word I use. I don't even know why. Yes, it is. It's a word everybody uses when they're angry and furious at an individual and you try to call them names and hurt their feelings. It's better than punching. And you're, you're, you're angry at someone. You say angry things. Crime of passion. Words of passion. But his tears on Fallon were crocodilian at best. Uh, he's a great actor. He's a good actor. And it turned out after the Scorsese thing, I was like, oh, that's why you got away with that one. Good acting on Fallon. I didn't buy it, but what are you going to do? Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. Well, we batten down the hatches for this giant hurricane headed our direction. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Yeah. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, it is uh, 641. Friday. Look at those clouds, Bray. That's hurricane weather. Batten down the hatches. Yeah, batten them down. Get your sandbags out. That's all right. I, I, for one, would look forward to a hurricane right now. I think it'd be nice. Uh, yeah, it's not a problem. But again, don't let, the, don't let the weather people fool you. I've been through this. I'm an old sage. I've seen these seas before. In 2000, we had that hurricane roll through here and absolutely nothing happened. The wind blew. Maybe knocked a guy off his bicycle. Maybe. And then You'll tw- see. 22 years later, we're like, I don't think it's going to hit us, but I sure hope it does. Don't worry. I'm going to put my... Brady, I'm going to stamp my name on this one. All right. I almost want to put a caveat on it, but I don't think I need to. Arizona, Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. We'll never be hit by a hurricane. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Ever. In my lifetime. In my lifetime, it will never be struck by category it three. Makes this far inland. Yes, and it's still a category something. Giant spiral. It's not a tropical storm. We won't see an eye. We'll never we will, see an we eye. will not have a hurricane category hurricane. Like the when they say even a category one hurricane. It will be a tropical storm and it'll be the remnants thereof. We have hurricane winds sometimes when we get monsoons, we don't freak out. I'm going to go ahead and stake my entire life on that, Brady. I'm going to put my name out there and say Phoenix, Arizona will never be like, wow, Phoenix got hit with a Category 2 hurricane. Town evacuation. Right. Because, right. Flooding. Uh, because it, uh, Nothing. Even a one, maybe they would say, head north. Yeah, possibly. Get up on top of Camelback and watch the madness. I'm going to go ahead and say we never have to worry about it. I don't trust you, Seen McLaughlin, Royal Norman, Ty Brenneman. The weird lady with a big forehead on Channel 12. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I trust you a little bit more because you're authentic. You roll the L's. 
I love that. We're going to give me a little trouble down here, and we're going to have some problems in Mesa and Gilbert. And then we're going to ride here about uh, Phoenix. We might have a little pop-up storm. I'm Iris Hermosillo. Like, Jesus Christ, when did I get to Garcia's? Calm it down a little bit. It's just your name. That's like, I, I love that that only works with Spanish, because my name is like Smith in Sweden. But you never go, hey, it's Honex Morning Sickness. I don't go for it. <laughs> It's an idea. It, it, it would piss people off, starting with me. Hi, how you doing? My name's Kevin Jorgensen. Okay, knock it <laughs> off. No, it's the authentic way to say it. You know, Marcus Meng. Holmberg? Yeah, Marcus Das Bogen? It speaks like he's, you know, uh, from the middle of Tempe, and if he ever came in and said, hey, it's into the pit with Marcus Meng, you would be like, okay, this guy's an asshole. You know what else I was thinking about in a bigoted way last night after the Iran thing? No, please don't. Japanese people will move here. And they're American. Could we do that? Move to Japan and be Japanese? Japanese? Or would it be offensive? No. Because then you'd be Japanese face. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not saying you take on their characteristics. (laughs) That's going to dress up like that. I'm saying if I move there. But they still say, most people say, oh, he's Japanese American. Sure, because they want to keep their their yeah, culture. So you'd be um, what? I mean, they wouldn't say Swedish, <laughs> you know, because you'd be. But if I'm a citizen of Japan, yeah. if a Japanese guy came up to you and said I'm American, you wouldn't go like, no, you're not. But I think if I was in Tokyo and I said no, I'm Japanese, they'd be like, go f- yourself. Yeah, you'd have to say I'm, I'm a citizen. Right, I'm legal. I don't know how they handle that stuff in other countries. And it's all based on, I was watching a, uh, I, well, I love that Aerial America. I can't get enough of that show. They float drones over places. and Spectacular. Oh, it's beautiful. Entire states. And I'm, flo- and I'm, I'm floating over uh, New Hampshire because for some reason, New Hampshire calls me every once in a while. I've got this barn I want to buy. I, I, I found saw it that one. It's just amazing. New Hampshire's amazing. Learned about Mount Washington and the wind and uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, which is close to where I want to go, which is Lake Meredith. My buddy, Jimmy Wisman. He and I talk about New Hampshire. He's got the same kind of like weird close encounters calling to New Hampshire. He's actually looking at play. I'm like, wow, this is my weird. neighbor's having a Newhart now, or what is this? I know. Actually, and Newhart is good God. Newhart might as well be the Bible to me. It's just oh, that's amazing. He didn't actually. It was in L.A. when he was doing it, but I I love that. I've looked where the the Newhart's uh, uh, bed and breakfast. I looked that up. It's a nice little place. That's in Vermont though. But in New Hampshire, like so, I have this weird thing. So I'm watching New Hampshire one. And then I wanted to watch, because the next one on the queue was uh, um, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Because you forget, Ariel America, Puerto Rico's one of ours. There's just not a lot of vote for president. So it goes over Puerto Rico, and it's pretty interesting. And then they shoot over to the Virgin Islands. Now, I spent my first honeymoon in the Virgin Islands at a place called St. John's, which has been, speaking of hurricanes, the place I was at, devastated. Leveled? Dev- I think it was Hugo. Dropped it down to zero, and they haven't rebuilt it yet. Like the place I stayed, a beautiful five-star Keneal Bay. If you look it up, it's gorgeous. You look at the after pictures, war-torn. One star. Gorgeous. And the weird thing, a little aside there, I'm telling a Brady story. i got a lot of things going down the road. Uh, every place that I went with my first wife has been destroyed. <laughs> every She single, really destroyed everything. I'm not kidding. We, Do you know where we got uh, engaged? The World Trade Center. <laughs> I asked her parents at a restaurant in the World Trade. Not the top of the world one, but the one. It's next to it. It's yeah. the, we walked around the World Trade Center, went to this restaurant, and then I, I asked permission to marry her at the at the World Trade Center. We all kind of 
For those of you who don't know, spoiler alert, it's not there anymore. <laughs> Shout out to the trade center. <laughs> then we get married in Coronado at the uh, Dell. The casitas that we had were little houses on the side of the Dell that were part of it. They were like, they were awesome. Brady was there. Yep. They were cool places. I don't know why they would ever tear I didn't those even know down. they were leveled. Tore them down. Yep. No reason whatsoever. Our honeymoon, Camille Bay. Gone. Leveled. Everything that woman touched, destroyed by God or terrorists. That winery you went to? Which one? The Dave Matthews. Leveled, gone, <laughs> went under. <laughs> We'd probably several wineries. I don't know if Justin Wineries is still a thing. <laughs> gone. Grandparents, we stayed her house. We should look dead and gone. Look. She's, she's just a. You're right. She's just a trail of black death. There it is. That's Keneal Bay now, five star resort. And they and you should have seen it after the hurricane. The whole thing, all the green was gone. So Brett's showing a picture. Unbelievable. And they can't rebuild it because it's just. It's, uh, no one's going to take the they? risk. Well, no. It's uh, no. The risk is fine. It's just there's so much red tape with trying to figure out how to get it right. And build it back, and uh, they just still haven't done it. I mean, the rooms were gore. Everything about it was amazing. Everything. Yeah, look at that. That's incredible. I forgot what I was talking about looking at all this destruction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, Keneal Bay got destroyed. All of it got destroyed. What was I talking about before I started getting into how she ruined everything? I don't know. You were you start off as new <laughs> it's heart. It's a goddamn Brady then, story. Yeah, you start off as new oh, heart. Oh, Ariel then, America. So, I'm going go. over that. Right. So, I'm, I'm, Ariel America is going on. And going back, and this ties back to bigotry. I got to okay. land this plane eventually. I tell you, I'm going to do it. There's a lot of color in this story. Been hanging out Brady a lot I know. this week. I, well, and then on the other side of it, there was a anyway. So Canoe Bay's gone. They go over St. John, St. Thomas, Charlotte, Emily, and uh, they go through the whole thing. And then they go back to Puerto Rico and they say, "Well, one of the darker parts." And Brett, don't <laughs> stop again. It's going to get now worse. Now you're gone. One, All of right. the, one of the darker parts <laughs> of Puerto Rico was how um, that was the. Dutch slave trade port. That was the place we got it. So that was the the hub. Man. That was our pickup. And that was like, for Europeans mostly, back in like the uh, way, way, way back, right? It was in the 1500s. 1600s. 1600, yeah. yeah. And so uh, Megan's on the couch. She didn't really care that I'm watching this. And she just turns and she goes, well, where's that? That was Puerto Rico. Huh. I got a question. Like, what's that? Were all slaves African American? <laughs> That's a hard question to answer. Because, yeah. kind of, yeah, but no, also. <laughs> the answer is obviously no. But we didn't even have an America yet. It was just right. African. Yeah. But she was trying to be politically correct, and it sounded crazy. All right, we're trading something called African Americans today. What's that? You'll see in a few hundred years. <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough question. So that was like bigotry that I started to laugh at. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. The, the age-old question you can ask any blonde is, are there African-Americans in London? Sure there are. That's terrible. Why would you? Because they're not. They're African-Englanders. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, so I don't know if you can go to Japan and be Japanese and look like you, Brady. You can't say I, it. I don't think you can. Yeah. yeah. You can't say it. I'm with you. And I'm fine with them coming here saying I'm an American. Of course you are. Pride. Great job. But if I went over there... I could and, say I'm a Japanese citizen. Right, but that's what you have. You can't say you're yeah. Japanese. They can yeah. say they're American because it's not really a thing. It's not a race. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't start to dawn on me. They can't do that. I can't go to Iran now that I know they've got an airport. 
and say, I'm Iranian. Although it might pass a little easier, but it's a little warning. Because I live here now and I took citizenship, I'm Iranian. Unless you are, uh, you know, they had some ceremony. To make me Iranian? Or Japanese, or... See, I think that's bigoted, too, that they can... That you think they're wizards. Because wasn't, you, uh, you know, like Tom Cruise when he converted <laughs> yeah. in The Last Samurai? Well, see, that movie is... Don't, don't do no, that. I'm <laughs> but, but I'm also talking about yeah. uh, Native American tribes, because yeah. there is crossover there where they were... Sure, but... Were Cherokee. Brady, let's and be honest. Other than... Dutch person gets basically raised or a kid other than you and scientology no one's seen the last samurai and thought this is authentic like you don't want to and you never want to really quote like in the last samurai and then state a fact because tom cruise was the last there's an african samurai in history sure sure i'm not doubting that there are different races of samurai i'm just saying the last samurai is not a good jumping off point for factual information (laughs) if you ever say like tom cruise and last samurai and then talk about japanese tradition you've pissed off an entire nation Because that's very American to think, well, yeah, that's probably pretty real. How the, you know, the Japs just tap you on the shoulder and make you Japanese samurai like Tom Cruise. Yeah, don't go down that road. <laughs> that movie got, what was the other one? They, was that Matt Damon, too? He had that oh, yeah, Chinese he, movie. But he like, came over with, uh, right. and he just helped defend him. But he yeah. he put the gear on. But, uh, but he that was, was still, a real story. Yeah, he was still white. Hero. <laughs> Stop him. saying stuff like that. <laughs> those, those creatures existed. <laughs> You're worse than Leanne Tui. <laughs> I took me a savage right out of the jungles, and I say something, Big Mike. Do an ooga booga. Make them know who you are. I speak the language, Miss Tui. Ooh, I'll translate. Yeah, you can't say that was a real story. Matt Damon didn't look. Just, at, I know, I know, so I, know just, I know. It's horrible. But the Last Samurai can't be your your. It's not a documentary, and it mostly panned for the idea of like Tom Cruise should have never played this role. This can't be right. But. Uh, he couldn't say he's Japanese. You can't do that. I can't go to Italy, become an Italian citizen, and start telling people I'm Italian. So there's a difference. Because American isn't a race. It's a concept. It's a melting pot. So we can't move into places like that. I can go to Australia and probably become an Australian, because that's not a race either. It's the land. Just like this one. So there's certain places we can go and start calling ourselves that, but Japan ain't one of them. And I say that just because I know a guy who moved to Japan and he's staying. He's like, I love it here. I'm staying. You're going to be a citizen? He's like, yeah. I'm like, does that make you Japanese? And we laughed. And then later I was like, does it? I'm serious now. (laughs) And I don't think it does. You can't become Japanese. I'm not even sure if you can be a citizen. I don't know how it works over there. You can be an expat and leave, but I think you're always like a second classer. You yeah, have to and have then the hair. The citizenship would it be um, through the uh, the UK? Huh? Controlling parts of uh, Japan? Japan or Japan solo? Is it? I thought there was. No, I'm thinking of China. You're thinking of and Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong like Kong. That. Oh, like, oh, you got it. Or was it Taiwan? You have done a bad job. It's somewhere over there. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah, it's one of them places. I'm England. The, England I'm still back to the Tom Japan. Cruise thing. Yeah, no, he came exactly. over to help the British. <laughs> You've learned so much from Last Samurai. You've made it. You're like Oliver Stone. The movies teach you the truth. Remember how we killed all the Nazis at the end of Inglorious Bastards? That's how the war ended. Yeah, don't listen to Brady for historic fact. Because he'll quote Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai. And he'll be like, was that Churchill? Nope. Cruise. Circa 2009's Last Samurai. 
we need to get you another ego drink. Uh, yeah, so I was just curious about that. Very strange. But it also the trail of death that my ex has behind her. I don't know what else that I don't know about. What else has been destroyed or leveled that we used to spend a lot of time at? I'm trying to think. but I mean, three big ones. Everything having to do with our wedding. The proposal. I don't, I don't remember really. Well, I proposed in the bedroom. That actually has been redone. That house. Yeah, there's nothing to this. I don't know where else it's been, but it's all just a just rubble and ash. Wherever we set sleep, devastation. Yep. Wherever she went. At least with me, our our volatility of any time I expressed love for her, it's been it's been raised. And I, for one, am thrilled by it. Never put the two and two together. No, it's all of it. Like the trade centers, boom, gone. That one actually left my brain. Because I'd forgotten that that was where the restaurant was. Until we went back after it blew up about six years to visit Ground Zero. It was her first time back since the incident. And uh, I guess that was less than that. It was probably like three years. And uh, she's like, this is where the restaurant we ate at where you asked my dad. And again, that story's no good either because her parents brought guests and we didn't know they were coming. Her dad brought someone else. And I turned to her and I'm like, I'm not going to ask for permission to marry you with these strangers here. And then I started getting an elbow. John's got something to ask you. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm not doing it. Ask him. Oh, God, this is hostage. I'm thinking about maybe asking her to marry. And then the only person excited at the table was the stranger. <laughs> the dad was just like, oh, yeah, he didn't want it. It was his girlfriend. He'd been doing stuff with her for years. Now she's got a, she's leaving him for me is basically what it was. And then... Uh, you beat me to it. Well, yeah. It's like, if I could only break some laws and marry her myself. That kind of got weird. <laughs> but they weren't really excited because it was an awkward... The two, and then the one lady who I still don't know her name was like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting! I just met you, and you guys are doing this." I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to be here. Now I hope this place gets leveled, and boy, it did. Careful what you wish. I know. I have to go back to. Well, Australia didn't have anything to do with. We weren't married or anything. Once the word marriage came into play, and neither did 9/11. But I was actually, yeah, that was the place. Then it took a while afterwards. Yeah, getting it all together was right. And it was like two years later. I had to ask him again later. He forgot. Well, because that was Memorial Day. He blanked it out of his mind. <laughs> There's been a couple of good... They were both Memorial Day. And uh, ironically, it was also the weekend it ended. Memorial Day played a big part. Where the dead lay. Because Memorial Day was when I asked the first time to say, hey, get permission. And then went back in 2003. That was when we visited the, the thing. He said, this is the restaurant, yes. And then I asked him again in an apartment. We talked about this a couple years ago. It's still cool, I guess, if you want to. I'm still not done with her. All right, well, go have at her real quick. Get your last one in. Get your prima noctis going. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah, wow. Just dawned on me. That's crazy. And I actually like it because now there's no memories. Brady's God tore them all down. (laughs) Actually, not even Brady's God. Uh, Muhammad Atta's God. Or some of it there. Allah got involved even. That was the first time Catholics and Muslims got along. We have to destroy everything that John and Geneva touched. Uh, you in? And your guy's like, okay, yeah, get rid of it. I'll do the Dell. You do the trade centers. We'll work on the hurricane later down there in St. John's. That'll be a collaborative. And they got rid of it all. So, interesting. Hmm. A little reminiscing for me. Well, any of the things you've done? None of your stuff's gotten torn down. How about you? 
You got divorced. I'm just so close to disaster. No, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brady, Brady's just being warned constantly <laughs> with Costa Concordia and earthquakes on Hawaii. You were in Lahaini. La- yeah, La- yeah. La- yeah. La- you haven't had any. No, unfortunately. I need to torch a few places. <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah, with your hookups, <laughs> all this stuff should be disappearing naturally. Anyway, what are you going to do? And then another lesson on planes. I saw this guy. This guy's got his justice back, which I absolutely love. He was, uh, I think we talked about him before. He was on a plane texting his wife. And his wife, uh, it said the word beautiful. That was who it was. And he texted her, um, I'm landing in Dallas uh, in a couple hours. I'll text you when I land. I love you. And then clicked on and then went on to another text and said, uh, I'm going to be in Dallas. See you soon. I love you. And the lady next to him goes, you should be ashamed of yourself. He's like, what? I'm, I, I was looking earlier and I saw your TikTok. I'm going to expose you. And he goes, for what? She goes, I saw what you're doing. You should just be ashamed of yourself. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, beautiful. And then you go right to another girl's email or text, and you tell her you love her too. You're disgusting. My ex-husband did this to me. All right. Go ahead. And then he gets on TikTok and goes, hey, honey, before this pops up, this crazy bitch that's sitting next to me eavesdropping on my texts doesn't think I can tell my daughter I love her. Uh, So... (laughs) Before she starts blaming me on this thing, just let you know. And he screen caps the text and says, this one was for you. This is the very next text I sent to our daughter down the hall from you to let her know I love her. And this crazy loon who's still mad at her ex-husband is going to rat me out. Sure enough, she throws a TikTok together. I sat next to blah, blah, blah at blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, there it is. (laughs) It's awesome. And the wife's like, got it, honey. See you in a little bit. Double viral. Yeah, yeah, double He goes viral. viral. She goes viral. She should get destroyed for it. But keep your eye. Look, if you're going to eavesdrop on somebody's text on a plane, done it. Because sometimes people with bad vision, just go see Jay Schwartz because it's embarrassing. Your text font, when it gets humongous, because I had to do it for a while, people can see that three rows back. I did it at, uh, at the Silk Sonic show. The guy next to me had super font. And it's Vegas, so the first thing I see is the F word on his text out of the corner of my eye, and then I look down again, and she texts back, I'm going to f*** so hard tonight. And he's like, oh, baby, <laughs> I'm going to put my f- so deep up, and I'm like, I'm reading all these. And, and you don't tell him, hey, nice job, buddy. You eavesdrop, and then you tell the person you're with, you should see what this guy's writing on his text. You do it like a decent person. You spy, and then hide it. If you're going to look at somebody's text and expose them, make sure you're right. And second, stop it. It's none of your business. If that dude's got a harem, you don't know his wife's not in on it. You might have been telling, he might have been married to two of them. He might have been a Mormon and had two wives. You tell him, and it's both loving relationships. I need to go see Jay Schwartz if I can read texts like that. Man, it, it, you can. <laughs> Trust me, after the Schwartz thing, I'm like, have I been cheating myself out of spying on other people's texts? I can spot a text at regular font now. If you keep it a row ahead of me, sporting events, the Suns games. It's hard not to want to look. I look every time. If you're going to hold it in front of you, we had two girls in front of us at the Suns game that bought tickets online. My buddy Mark's next to me. And he's like, what's she riding? And I'm telling him, I'm like, she is, she's getting some D after the game. Like, this is all hookup. And he's like, you're going you're gonna to look over her shoulder and get a dick pic in a second. I'm like, I hope so. That'd be hilarious. Didn't get that. But she was... What are you going to do to me after that? What do you want me to wear? And I'm reading it all. And I'm telling him, we got this going on. 
she's, he's got a nine-incher, by the way, so you're out. <laughs> she's into cool stuff. Yeah, so it was a... I read text, but I don't go, excuse me, ma'am. Do you think you can handle nine inches? I think it's dangerous for you. You seem short, and I think that puts your bladder at risk. What are you doing? I've been reading your text over your shoulder, and I just thought I'd let you know that. Who lets the person know? You should be the I fun gotta of pay it. more attention to it because, uh, as far as me looking at the phone, whether it's in between waiting for something, like waiting something yeah. to order, I go up there, start scanning Instagram, looking for radio videos. Yeah, I remember. And the guy would look over, or, or lady. <laughs> What guys are you looking doing? at deformed babies? And- I remember being behind you once, and uh, I'm like, Brady, you shouldn't be texting that. What are you talking about? Did you just tell Chick-fil-A you're going to f*** up tonight? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I fire off to the headquarters. Some of that chicken's getting tonight. Ooh. Why don't you take off that little chicken brassiere and come right on over here? Somebody's been a bad chicken. Woo-hoo. Somebody's chicken's getting spanked. <laughs> Yeah, I read texts all the time. But I do it like a decent person. I'm sure some of mine have been seen. Especially when I was super font before I got my eyes fixed. I was like one word per screen. I scrolled it like a, like I had a Kindle. I was just flipping through the pages of my text. It's me. I got to trade in my iPhone for a Samsung now. You're bigger, just, you yeah, need to get your eyes yeah, fixed. I know, I know. Full jitterbug. Yeah, yeah oh, <laughs> the, the font on mine was hilarious. I remember I was in uh, with my friend Erica, and she turns and she goes, I can see your font from here. She was like 10 feet behind me. She goes, I can read your text from here. I'm like, I can't see. And she's laughing, and she goes, I did see the word dick. And I'm like, I was calling somebody a name. It's all right. That wasn't wasn't a gay hookup, well, as far as you know. So if you're going to read someone's text on a plane, go ahead. But come on. You don't ruin that. Ever. <laughs> this guy says, I had a C word read my text about blow. Turns out she was a cop's wife. <laughs> that's a Yeah, bad that's hard not to. Uh... Why? It's not her job. Rat. Yep. You don't do that. Not a rat. Just because you're a cop's wife gives you zero credibility as a cop. Just because you know someone that does the job doesn't make you one. I know plenty of construction guys. I'm about as handy with a hammer as a guy with no arms. My dad was in construction. People think I can, I just picked it up. Nope. I'm a loser when it comes to trying to build anything. I can't even do a card house. So, your cop's wife? Dude texting about blow? Unless the cop's sitting right next to you going, honey, you might want to do something about this. this guy's doing a drug trade on his phone. Otherwise, telling on him? Mind your own goddamn business. Exactly. Mr. Escobar. <laughs> and if you're sitting on a plane with Escobar, you're too close to the situation anyway. You're doing something terrible. Oh, my God. My, my buddy Brian just texts me and he goes, by the way, you took that woman to my uh, wedding. I did. I took Geneva to his wedding. His wife died. Oh, Here we go. Jesus. Oh, my God. I went to my other friend Rich's wedding. Yep. With her. Dead. Her best friend. She's dead. Wow. The, the bodies are stacking up. This is like D-Day. Holy cow. I forgot all about that one. Everyone she knew with me is dead. She met my dad. He's dead. Oh, my God. 
Everyone at the wedding still alive? No. Three people from the wedding are dead. This is insane. This woman kills everything. The guy who performed the wedding almost died. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I got it. You gotta be careful. You were in her wake. I was the DJ. You yeah, sort of. We just well, had to hit play. Just opening, CD yeah. player, yeah. It was tough. Yeah, it I mean, I, and I'm I, it's a tight mix. <laughs> Let the good times roll. Well, I made the CD, and then you played one song. <laughs> you did a good job. I mean, it was like oh, the worst part was like, okay, Brady, go. It wasn't like some organic moment. Oh, it's huge. It hit was the a button. huge start. Now, yeah, now go. Now the button. Yes, do it. Yeah. The sheriff's near. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't say that. I'm hungry. We got food coming, don't worry. Uh, yeah, so there you go. I didn't even realize that. She's killed a lot of people. Wow. I gotta start looking into this. There's a documentary afoot. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? <laughs> All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. It is e-bike season right now. E-bike month, but it's technically e-bike season too because it's so damn hot out there. Yeah. Why not have a little bit of extra help on the trails? Uh, the new Pivot Shuttle AME bike, it was just released by our friends over at Pivot. They got it right there in stock at Action Ride Shop. Plus, they got uh, they got other e-bikes on sale right now with up to 30% off MSRP. So if you're looking for that e-bike thing or just want to check one out, go to Action Ride Shop. Josh, Brian, Lance, and the boys are going to talk you through it. On the list. Highly recommend that bike, by the way. Oh, yeah. The shuttle's amazing. Uh, Static X, Slipknot. In flames, Pantera. Ted Nugent making a uh, wow, making an appearance on Wang there for the weekend. Sweet Poon Tang, yeah. Uh, Scorpions, Rocky like a hurricane for the talk earlier, and then uh, th- somebody just hit up last minute. Uh, typo negative. Everything dies for your uh, ex wife. <laughs> Holy cow! I didn't realize that. She's basically one of the nineteen people on the plane. She's one of the Al Qaeda's. Just a just a slew of death. She might as well walk around in a robe with a sickle on. It's <laughs> tapping, folks. I think Rocky like a hurricane is. You could do that or hail the apocalypse. Hail the apocalypse. Avatar. I think that's better because <laughs> that ties them both together. It's, she's the apocalypse. She's one of the four horsemen. She's waiting for her other three friends. And then uh, the hurricanes are coming. Maybe she's part of that. Boy, if there's ever a hurricane Geneva, look out. That thing's that means business. That one. <laughs> I never realized how much my that happens. Killed people. I'm leaving Arizona for a week. If Hurricane Geneva's in the yeah. Pacific, yeah, we're both leaving for a while. I don't know where we're going. We're doing a show from somewhere else. My guess is it's going to get to Idaho and destroy a bunch of people up there. She's a terror. How can someone that incredibly insane be so bad in bed? <laughs> what? Have I not? Is that, oh, was that out loud? I'm sorry. I just hang on. <laughs> My bad, folks. I didn't realize. I thought we were talking about the scorpions. Oh, gee. I mean, those blowjobs. It's like she was trying to kill me. You going to eat that? Or what are you doing down there? It's not a glizzy. What's that? You'll find out in 20 years. Uh, and before we move on. This is my favorite story of 2023 so far because it's very Biden-esque. You know how they were worried that when Trump said, "Sometimes you just gotta grab them by the and let go," you know, because you're famous and a lot of them want it. A lot. Of- they thought that it was empowering men to be more uh, misogynistic towards women and 
and abusive and sexually aggressive because they thought if our president does it, what's stopping every guy out there from just grabbing women by the This is abhorrent. This is a bad example of blah, blah, blah. Well, turns out we should have been more worried about Joe Biden's smelling habits. What? Yep. There's a dude who got caught in a Barnes & Noble sniffing broads butts. His name is not Hunter, which is the first thing I thought was going to be. Yeah, take it to the next level. Yeah, smelling ass. <laughs> Guy's walking around at Barnes & Noble and somebody sees him like, what is that guy doing? And he's walking by women who are just kind of not paying attention, reading books. And I didn't even think there were still Barnes & Nobles that women whose butts were worth sniffing went into. And he'd walk by and, and then he'd get low, smell their butts and then walk away. And this guy's watching, somebody's watching, well, what are you, what is going on? So he breaks out, instead of just stopping it, of course, what he does is breaks out his camera for a TikTok video. And uh, the man whose name is uh, Khalees Karen Crowder, Triple C, seen going up to women behind and allegedly smelling their bottoms. According to online records, he was arrested last week for what appears to be a separate misdemeanor in Glendale, California, but he was released a few days later. What's shocking is he's a long list of arrests over the years of doing weird stuff like this. They let him go because really nothing illegal about smelling someone's butt. Yet, you can walk up to anybody and keep your distance and smell their butts. Air you is punching a mouth. Hey, well, right, you risk that. But then that guy's going to jail. What'd you do that for? I think he was smelling her butt. As long as you're not touching, right? I guess so. He didn't do anything to her. He did something really weird adjacent to her. Can you still feel threatened? Sure enough. But your move on that one would be to turn around and go, Did you just smell my ass? Oops, I don't need to beat that. <laughs> and then the guy would run away, and it's like he really didn't do anything. It's just super-duper creepy. And again, probably needs to be talked to a few times. Uh, the Burbank PD is currently working on handing over the findings because they've got video of them now all through the <laughs> Barnes & Noble walking around. That's good ass. She got a nice ass. She got a great ass. And then he'd walk off. Good morning. And the cops are like, we'd love to do... There's really nothing we can do here. So he's been released, but the videos are out. So what we really needed yeah, to worry about... I think that would be like assault. It's not. I can walk right up to you and start going... You're like, what are you doing? It's your job at that point to go, hey, knock it off. If you don't knock that off, there's going to be consequences. And now you're threatening me. Technically, all I'm doing is smell in the air. Now, if I get my nose buried in the cracker... Yeah, now any I'm, touching. Yeah, any touching. But it's a Joe Biden thing. He touches. Oh, that's sometimes. good stuff. That nose is in the hair. Love that smell, Brady. Love that smell. I know. It's girl hair. Oh. oh. Yeah. Come on, Jack. You smell it? Why they wear perfume? They like it. They want us to smell them. She's been doing that Lume. Putting that in her butt crack like the commercial tells you to. Yeah, it smells good like flowers. And butt. So, Maybe that's what we'll start doing. Oh, that's fine? Okay. <laughs> if Biden out finds out hair. about that. Oh. You don't touch him, you can do it all day. Come here, Kamali. Oh, what have you been eating? So he's smelling butts at the Barnes & Noble. If there's any reason to just shop for books online, if you needed one more to no longer go to bookstores, there it is right there. The libraries were your big hit. First thing that happens to a library that's empty, weirdos show up. And they start using it for like a place to lay down. That guy has time because usually people are standing in the aisle and they've 
cracked open yeah. the book. They're lost in their magic. Yeah. <laughs> the words are taking them to another place. It's a perfect time to go smell someone's ass. Uh, John, apparently Brady may have it right with rust butt. It keeps the deterrence. <laughs> <That's, laughs> you know what? <laughs> Brady's rust butt is kept. Well, I think Brady's just general Bradyness is keeping people from. They don't like to smell that man's ass. I don't look at Brady. I don't look at me. I don't look at you and think, I bet you that ass smells pretty good. And let's be honest here. He's not smelling their ass. No. He's shooting for the undercarriage. He's just trying to get the general area whiff. <laughs> if you ever hear that close to you, it's bad. <sighs> and then a guy walks away. He probably just smelled your butt. That ain't normal. Who's into that? You smell it for bad things only, and then yeah. you determine whether or not she's dateable. He's like a dog. But So be careful out there if somebody's close to you. And when you're reading a book, you know, head on a swivel. You can't get too lost in the next Harry Potter. Because I know it can take you to magical places, but there's people watching. Tactical Black, they can teach a good mule kick. Oh, a good mule kick. Yeah, but you get thrown in jail for that. The guy didn't do anything. You don't want to mule kick somebody who didn't touch you. If you were stretching out. Didn't know anyone was behind you. That would be a nice success. Like I hadn't had any food, so I said, and I meal kick a lot. So be careful. That's really the reason why you should stand in a bookstore and just have like physical Tourette's meal kicks happening. So it's a precedent. You're setting a precedent. When you get too close to me, there's a chance my Tourette's kicks in and I accidentally meal kick you. Beware, restless leg yeah. on your uh, tag. Yeah, you have a little, a little bracelet. Be careful, I'll kick you in the head if your head gets close to my ass. But smelling butts is not a thing. That's a... Uh, he went to prison for eight years because he stalked Robert Ory's daughter from the Lakers. Remember Robert Ory? Yeah. Played for the Suns for a minute. Yeah. He stalked her for eight. eight he was in jail for eight years because he was stalking Ory's daughter. And then he gets out and he goes and sniffs butts at the Barnes & Noble. Eight years for Ory. Can you imagine if he was after Jordan's kids? Man. <laughs> That's true. Man, that'd be Ory's, a life sentence. Ory's a borderline yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Jordan's the GOAT. You go after Jordan's kids. Woof. Eight years is nothing. Death penalty. Well, you can smell... Uh, They'll disappear. Yeah, you can smell Robin Lopez's kids and just stalk them, maybe get six months in jail. Nobody's nobody's going to believe you did that. Crazy, right? So be careful. There's butt sniffers out there. More reason to go to Tactical Black. More reason to... Because really, in the past, I'd say, yeah, you start swinging. You're going to jail for that. Worth I didn't it. do anything. It might be. Worth it. it. If somebody smells my butt, it might be worth a kick in the face couple months in the in the joint i had to sit down for two months kick the dude in the face for smelling my butthole <laughs> really did that nope it was unsolicited butthole smelling i don't like that so i kicked him and i'm in the can and so was he <laughs> but he got out like they're like there's nothing we can charge you with there's nothing on the books that says you can't do that we gotta change that rule but then what that tell the guy really what's the distance officially that makes it uncomfortable like, eventually, with butt sm- smellers, if you tell them, all right, you can't be within a foot of smelling somebody unless they ask you. Or they'll uh, look at changing the law or making it. Yeah, but law. then the law becomes air. Now you've breached my air, and you're people will take to, advantage you're not of it. Uh, take a whiff of air below the belt. <laughs> what if you dropped your penny and you just did that on the way? Hey, did you just smell my That's allowed. Off? you got to prove it in court. It's always got to be a physical altercation. It's like freedom of speech. A guy can say, hey, I'm going to smell your butt. You can't call the cops on that. He's not going to jail. You can call the cops to make him go away. It's like he's making me nervous, but 
You punch him and you're going to jail. You did it. You got to learn that kind of that stuff. Worth Mind it. if I smell your butt? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Ask permission and maybe. Excuse me. I noticed you. Uh, you're reading Mein Kampf. May I smell your ass, please? Sure. Thank you. Enjoy your afternoon. I don't want to smell anybody's butt. That's gross. But that goes back to those dudes that hide cameras in women's bathrooms. I don't know what you're getting out of that either. At all. That's crazy because then what about, you know, when you get into uh, age, kids or... What do you mean? Smell so kids' butt? could that guy do that? Smell a kid's butt? Yeah. you got to bend over way far. But it's that's not illegal? To smell that a child's butt? Weird. No, it's weird it to do it. Be. Look, adults should be no matter what. That's then, what I'm saying. Then you're... Then you're going to be in trouble for don't assault? Don't care. Worth it. Yeah? Sure. But prove it. Did he touch him? No. He smelled his butt. In what way? We bent down and took a whiff in. That's weird, but it's... We can't start dropping charges on him. And then what did you do? Oh, I kicked his ass. And then the guy's excuse can be, I just bent down and I have a cold. He thought I was smelling someone's butt. Who would do that? Like, he's got an easy out because he never made contact. The best situation is to not do what Brett and Brady are saying. Nope. De-escalate worth the situation. It. <laughs> I agree it's worth it, but just for the laughs in the story later. So I got to, I was in jail for a couple of years, just kicking the hell out of a guy who smelled someone's ass. You'd be a hero in jail. I watched Jerry Springer where people would stand behind people farting and smell. And I always thought that was weird, but that was like a group effort. They all enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You got to be careful, and I don't know what it, what the. To be honest with you, smelling a kid's butt and smelling a person's butt equally weird to me. You're capable of anything strange. Uh, our lawyer Cody apparently hit us up. Says yeah. uh, you don't have to sit in jail, John. It's two hundred fifty dollars bail and anger management for first time offense. <laughs> All Take right. away, brother. Just once. You get one freebie for two two hundred fifty dollars is worth that uh, oh, admission absolutely. fee. You get some anger management. I'd sit in there and just be. I'd be like a Buddhist monk in anger management. What are you in for? I punched a guy in the face, paid the $250 fine for smelling my girlfriend's butt. Wow. So that's it. $250 in anger management. You do it a couple of times. That's first offense. Right. But, I mean, what are the odds that happens to you twice? So, all right. You are going to get in trouble. But, man, that's worth it. If I told you at the beginning of the year, the membership fee to punch a guy is $250 in anger management classes, you'd be like, I get one, one for the year? Yep. Here's my 250. Here's my deposit <laughs> on that. It's my. It's a it's got a little retainer fee on swinging on a guy. I don't have anybody yet, but I'm just. Uh, it's, it's there. It's so the key to, to it is a punch, but not a damaging blow. I, I, that I don't know. Because if you hurt him, now you got different. Now it's something else. Get Kevin Rowan. Get brush back. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah, you, you throw one inside. It's my plate. You're crowding the plate a little bit. That's basically what it is. It's a Bob Gibson brushback pitch. You're crowding this bitch's plate a little bit. i got to brush it back. And just like baseball, you get a fine if you get too close and you hit the guy. All right. I like it. We've, yeah. we'll Air swings this. work. Well, then, yeah. But if he swings back and now you're in a melee, you started it. Well, if he hits. No, you started it. You were the first threat. You can't take a swing his. at somebody and he dips back. If it's on video, you're dead. That you got to be careful with. I've learned a lot about that up at that thing. You got to be very careful being the guy who swings first. If no contact's been made, you are the bad guy. Immediate. It's and again. Well, first, first offense. That dude that tried to hit me with his nose. I mean, he went into my. <laughs> well, what is it, Bradley Cooper? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't help it. I've got one of those, you know, <laughs> Leonard Bernstein situations. Well, you shouldn't be wearing that. Anyway, well, we've learned a lot this morning. Stop smelling people's butts is the bigger thing. 100%. There's going to be some babbles in court. <laughs> I hope not, because then that means there's a rash of this. Uh, it's Avatar. Hail the apocalypse. Too appropriate. It's 98 KUPD. It's your wake-up song. Coming to town too. It's my heroes. Uh, Seven forty-three here in the morning sickness. Somebody pointed out the tactical black defense to a butt sniffer. Dead on the money. Whip up a fart, blow it back at him. That's pretty solid. He right might there. like that. Look, though. That's, that's the look. other thing. Okay, that's a good point. Brett. Brett volleys back. Oh, we're in a battle. <laughs> uh, the uh, only person you worked with that could do that was one of the Tony Romas guys. No, there was a guy named Chris Gilbert in school that. On command. He told us that. Mark Olson and I. Anytime you guys want me to fart, I can do it. And the dude was 390 pounds. He was Ralphie May on his way to being super Ralphie May. So there was no reason to doubt him? 17. No, we were like, and we looked at each other and started laughing. And then Mark said, hey, Olson, nail it. And the next thing, he's just straining away. And then, and a rooster tail shoots up his back. Ah! I forgot that part. And he picked up the desk and walked out of the room. He picked up the desk. Well, he, he couldn't get out. He was too <laughs> fat. It was those, those desks you had to kind of sl- sl- slide into. Gilbert. And I mean, it was a long one. And it was fast. It was like uh, if there was a glitch in the Matrix and suddenly there was a brown line that wasn't there a second ago. It was perfect. <laughs> right up the spine. That's the dangerous Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. Got up. Walked the desk out. It was in college. Walked home. Sat back down because it was a three-hour class. Sat back down about an hour and a half later and looks at us and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> What do you do like, at that oh, point? Oh, Mark and I laughed three solid hours. Three solid hours of that. Anytime you need me to fart, I can do it. If a fat man says that to you, take him up on it. Because they don't know what's going to happen. But there's a lot of pressure in those cheeks and a lot of folds that are going to... It creates like a... You know those dudes that do those hand paintings and you're like, what's he doing? And then suddenly it's Jimi Hendrix. It's That's what happens to their back. Just throwing it out there. I saw a thing yesterday, just double-checking it. This French performer in the 18th century, Joseph Pujol, was once the highest-paid performer at the Moulin Rouge. He was a flatulist. Oh. He could not only do instruments with his butt, he could squirt stuff out of there. Oh. And uh, he's paid... The equivalent of what they would pay him to perform a hundred grand. That's how much money he was making. Not a hundred grand then. Hundred grand money, a uh, hundred thousand dollars then. They gave him a hundred thousand dollars. Highest fart. perform. That's like his time. Ten million was, uh, dollars. <laughs> Toledo, what are you doing here? You can play that, that Chuck Mangione. Yeah, I mean, I was what is this radio thing? Yeah. Hey, I have to question Brady's uh, math on that. <laughs> There's no way he was getting $100,000. Maybe Franks, and that was a different thing back then. Well, it was the equivalent of being back That's then. the equivalent. That's yeah. as today's money goes. Right. Right. Not yeah. 100 grand then, like no, you said. No, no, like, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying. Well, you yeah, cleared it up saying they gave him 100 grand then, which is $10 million to yeah. fart and shoot stuff. Send me back. Where's the time <laughs> machine? <laughs> Talk about a bad ROI. Giving this guy ten million dollars to take <laughs> on stage, like nobody's got. You're not getting money. Petro Maine. <laughs> what were you doing yesterday? How did you stumble across that? Instagram. Yeah, it'll get you. And your feed's probably a whole lot more about buttholes and food than we could ever imagine. Anyway, 
Try a little bit of that. Le Petomain. If somebody starts smelling your butt at a Barnes & Noble, then ask yourself, why am I in a Barnes & Noble? There's computer for this. And then Scott Haynes points out, and the sad thing is, it's doubly bad if they were reading Twilight, because that means that you're smelling uh, someone's ass who has Down syndrome. <laughs> Are they different? Because <laughs> you're right. If you're, be if you're publicly reading Twilight, you have the Downs. Which has got to be some sort of rule. But yeah, airspace. Be careful. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And tomorrow is once again fight night at Hooters. Not for you on TV. <laughs> be clearer, Hooters. Catch UFC 292. No cover at every Valley Hooters. Uh, you got the hot wings. You got the drinks. You got the Hooters girls. Knockout Saturday night right there at Hooters. And it ain't costing you a penny. Go in there, enjoy your food. You don't have to pay for that fight at all, and you get to watch a whole bunch of blood and guts while you're eating those wings. I love it. Hooters, thank you for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. We've made it. Happy National Bad Poetry Day. It's all bad. Somebody found my uh, book. Yep. (laughs) Somebody found my love poems. Somebody loves the snooch. This dude likes a little fur on the field. And I did at the time. I think there was some mention of the fact that I didn't like the time she shaved it in 1994 because it made me feel still new at that time was it like a child (laughs) now I don't know what happened in my brain there's no other option cleared it a couple of basis fun facts there's a town in Texas named Canadian and its citizens are called Canadians there's about a 2500 people population and it's the in the closing scene of Tom Hanks' movie Castaway was filmed in Canada. At the crossroads? Texas. When he sees the lady with the feathers? That's, I'm not sure. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, at the end, he's yeah. at the crossroads. Yeah. Okay. And then the lady, and he's sitting there thinking, what am I going to do next? With he's got that FedEx package, the, package the, right? The package, yeah. Yeah. And then the lady goes by, and she's got her feathers on the back of her on truck, and he follows her home, because that is the creepiest part of Castaway, yep. is that he goes to deliver this lady's box, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphor. <Right now. laughs> Caesar drives by and stalks her through the, the uh, Texas plains, and then ends up in her front door going, hey, I was lost in an island for four years. I've been thinking about you. We didn't see that part where she kicked him out of the house, but we assume they got married because Helen Hunt married no, Sarah they, Jessica they, Parker's husband. they screwed husband. it up even more. She followed him. You got something on your nose. It's driving me crazy. Look, It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bear in the cave. I couldn't concentrate. What were you saying? Uh, well, they, they screwed that up because she followed him. He dropped off the package, said thank you, and then he leaves, and then she goes after him, I think. Huh, no. Away. He goes and finds the feathers. Goes up to the house and there's nothing, and he's like, right. "All right." And then she, doesn't she drive by? And he sees it on the truck or something, doesn't he? Either Afterwards, way, it's in she drives. It's by. in Canada. Yeah. Canadian. So that goes back to finish my Canadian. problem about Japan. You just have Japan, Texas, and you're Japanese. Solves the problem. Yep, I've fixed it. So we need to rename some. We need to name some countries. towns after places so we can start becoming Japanese and get away with it. There is no Texas, Canada, though, so sorry. That's why I live in Yet. Africa, America, Arizona. <laughs> I am a... I am an African-American. Is this the scene we're talking this about? Yeah, nice job, Brett. Way to pull that up. Yeah, he's looking... See, I know his car's busted, and then she pulls up and says, need a hand, cowboy, or something stupid. And then he sees the feathers, and then he chases her down. You look lost. I do? Because she's hot. Where are you headed? Oh, not bad. She's great. 
Look at him. Well, I was just about to figure that out. Well, that's 83 South. Mm-hmm. And this road here Tom Hanks has half a boner right now. He's been on an island for a long time. Of course he does. you got to remember, this would be, if I'm correct in the assessment, the first piss he's going to nail. Because Helen Hunt wouldn't give it to him. She kissed no, him in the she car. Would. She couldn't. She, no, she was going to. She didn't, though. He, drove away. He'd never, he, he hasn't had the wick dipped in over five years. Dude standing at the crossroads. Yeah, <laughs> that dude is ready to go. And this hot piece comes out. Is she just hot or was she just hot because we watched Tom Hanks by himself for two and a half hours before that? Him in a damn volleyball. I I mean, she's not bad. And you know, you know he's Wilson. See, there's the feathers on the back and he's like, ah, I got to go rape her. And then I got to go stalk that woman. That's how Castaway is. I think I can her. I think it's fate that I her against her will. Her and her dog. Creepiest part of Castaway, because you, yeah, because he goes to her house, drops the package off, nobody's there, drives away, and then uh, sees the feathers, and then we're left to assume that Forrest Gump goes That's and right, you're rapes. Right. He didn't drop it off. I forgot he already dropped it off. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do next, but he knows he's going back for some more of that sweet, sweet. Keeps looking down that. Yeah, road. He's looking down the road. Where he gets taken out by a truck. <laughs> That'd be one of my videos. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Brett Festley video. <laughs> We should have Brett finish the endings of a lot of different yeah. movies. He's, oh, yeah, with a Brett video. Oh. And he's standing there looking at, like, okay, i got to remember where this is because it's going to be dark when I come back here after my rape. <laughs> Chuck Nolan would not come back from that island normal. Yeah, he's going back to her. Actually, There's, one of my videos today, I can finish this. There's rape Whoa. face. Yeah. There's Tom Hanks' rape face right there at the end of the Ooh. movie. Yeah. Now he's imagining it. He's going back to the cave, folks. It'd be great if he was looking at her and her head just turns into Wilson the Yeah, <laughs> He's going to beat her to death with a voight. <laughs> Brett's got Junos this week. He's what? Got, he's oh. got rape face. Oh, Junos. Juface. Come on. Juface? Yeah, Juface. I thought it was Junos. No, it's no, Junos. No. It's Juface. It's Juface. Oh, it is Juface. It right. is Juface. Like right. You're questioning me. Yeah, I'm really? Really? I apologize. <laughs> the hell? I apologize. <laughs> what was I thinking? Bob Ross made... 1,143 paintings during his career on PBS. The majority of them are stored at the headquarters of Bob Ross, Inc. in Virginia. And his business partner says they don't have any plans to sell them because it wasn't really Bob's thing. Painting? To sell the paintings. Oh, come on. He didn't want to make money? Bob's dead. Who cares? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Bob Ross knew he was doing holiday and paintings. (laughs) Those weren't going to... The only reason he got famous is because of his hair paintings were average he was amazing at making those landscapes but it was the same thing over and over again he wasn't a great artist he was just a dude who could teach you how to do the basics i don't think he ever said he was a great artist he was just teaching the techniques he was a unique individual and meeting ladies happy little happy little tree lives (laughs) right here with this little phthalo phthalo green Lizard and Crimson. Some Van Dyke Brown. Van Dyke Brown. <laughs> we all remember. We all know, sat at home part, yeah. and watched Bob Ross for from 3.30 to 5. Why am I doing this to myself? I should be productive. My life sucks. I'm eating a bowl of Cheerios the size of my head. John little, little, little Lizard and Crimson right here. I mean, you know what? We should do a little cabin. Maybe somebody stays out here by this lake and rapes people and kills. Rape <laughs> water. Let's, let's put a little wake in the water and then imagine what just got tossed in by some ne'er-do-well that wanders these woods. And no one ventured far past after the uh, Bob Ross program and gone to uh, snow. So what's new? Snowing with, with George, Nancy, George Trapon. You always bring that one up. I don't remember. What is that, what is that? one? <laughs> My uh, roommate. Wait in until he does his impression of George. Wait, what Trapon. is it? No one's ever known it. 
What, what George, show is it? I think so, it's named... S-E-W, yeah. What's New. And I think it might have just been an Ohio thing. Maybe it was. Because so but What's But my new. roommate in college is one who found it, and he just... It's... It was like watching Justin Wilson, but he was... No, it isn't. <laughs> well, as far as the character. Right. It's a character. So What's New. But it is the gayest Trim man so, in the Trim world. Trim as you so. Pleats, pleats, pleats. That's the one. And he I had the gold... Chain glasses, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. readers. Commercial, commercial. Hang on one second. Yeah, he was super gay. I've seen this guy because of you before. <laughs> so what's new it? with George Trevon? Oh, yeah, he's super Trifon, gay. The Vogue Pattern Sewing Authority in a complete show. You take the high rise oh, and I take the low. <laughs> Addictive. No, we're not suit. going to Scotland. We're going to make some beautiful new style trousers. Mm. And if you'll stick with me. I'll be you right back. With me? What's he what? doing with the trousers? Stick with me. Yeah. Yeah, making... And then in the back, of course, the opening, the hatch, and the trousers you need for when you get <laughs> in the bottom. Please, please, please. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, my trousers always have. <laughs> How do you forget that? Is that is terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to. Sewing with Nancy was the one I like because she had Bell's palsy. I don't know that one either. She had a. You don't remember Sewing it. with Nancy? No. Sewing with Nancy was PBS's greatest show ever because one day you're watching and it's okay. And then the next day, her face is down by her her hips. <laughs> I'm just gonna make some uh, blankets today. I'm like, what happened to Nancy? Oh ne- she never got better, ever. In a little time. Oh, that's it. Living. Yeah, that's she's got it right there. That's that's late in the game. Like early on, sewing when Nancy showed up, and that thing just melted off. And evidently, she was great at sewing, but everything she made looked like. Something my grandma would go, mm, this is a little old-fashioned. Yeah, the right side was droopy. <laughs> it was bad. I think George Trafon wins, though. We're going to make some trousers, some very special trousers, with two escape hatches and a sponge. Texter is pointing out, guys, you missed it again. What? Pop Pop said they gave him 100 grand money. <laughs> He's very street. <laughs> We have gotten too used to it. We just glaze right over it. Cash money. 100 grand money. <laughs> now, 100 grand money to Brady is the candy bar. Oh. They got, that guy's got 100 grand money. <laughs> Go ahead, Brady. A new Harris poll asked more than 2,000 Americans. Um, you're not officially old until you hit what age? Officially old? 60. Yes. Yeah, I'm going 60. Yeah. I'm close to that, and yeah, I hate saying it. that. That's because we're all in our 50s yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we can't say 50. No. Yeah. You're officially old at 60. You're pushing it at, at 50. You're officially. Yeah. Like my friend said, you're an old you're an old young man in your late 40s. You're a young old man in your 50s. You're officially old at 60. 80 is the new age. That's not correct. People were also asked uh, old looked like when their grandparents were their age. Back then, we think worse. 60 was considered old. One reason it doesn't seem so old anymore is seniors are acting younger. Most they people agreed yeah. that Americans 60 and up are more active than they used to be and more willing to try but new things. Brad Pitt is 60. 60 looks different now. Clooney's got to be that, too. Clooney's right? over Clooney's 60. 60 yeah, I mean, oh, we're talking God. about, what, 60? My grandma, I, I look at old pictures of my grandma. I'm like, my God, that woman was ancient. She's 48. Oh, the picture you look at? She's yeah, 48? she's 48 years wow. old. I'm looking at her, I'm like, my God. My other grandparents were in their late 50s and early 60s. Or actually, early 60s each. And the first picture I remember seeing of them before I was born. 
They look horrible. <laughs> Here's the hot new trend to have at weddings, you know, like for party favors. People are now bringing a tattoo artist so you can get a tattoo at the uh, reception. There was, I've been to one that did No that, kidding. Yeah, they're just small, they're just little small well, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing. Yeah. Because they like got to be able to do a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you're paying like 60 or 70 bucks. To remember somebody else's wedding? Get a little uh, bear on your forearm or something. I'm with Brady on this one. I'm waiting six months. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting a tattoo. I'm not tattooing wedding. your wedding on my arm just in case you guys don't last. That tattoo's forever. Your wedding isn't. As evidenced by As your... Everybody. As evidenced by everybody. <laughs> and now it's time for some science news. Hello, my friends. Nice. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. On point, boys. The James Webb Telescope took a photo of what looks like a question mark floating out in space. Uh-oh. The Joker. The Riddler. It was released last month, but it went viral this week. Scientists think it's actually two or more galaxies colliding. Sweet. That's the theory. I think I got a little picture of it. It's all two galaxies colliding. If you could imagine Lizzo smashing into Ralphie Mae, that is exactly the impact we're looking at. <laughs> Oh, that's neat. It does. It looks like a, it's a Riddler question mark yeah. in space. That's cool. What happened? And you know what's crazy? It's already happened. Oh, years? No, How many years? Hundreds ago? of Millennia. thousands of years ago. We're just now seeing it. This is the headline. Oh, that's so cool. NASA wants you to help studying Uranus from behind. That was the actual headline this week. It isn't actually the actual headline because they wouldn't have put studying in. A probe called uh, New Horizons passed Uranus years ago. And next month, NASA is spinning it around to check out Uranus from the backside. That's enough. You're done here. Move on. They're asking amateur astronomers to also train their telescopes on Uranus next month because they say uh, doesn't want every to little bit of data they can collect Dog on can collect from really the people yeah. can help un- unlock the mysteries of what, Brady? Of Uranus. Okay. Science. Nice. That's we're going with noise. Yep. Why don't you unlock the mysteries of your own anus and leave us alone? <laughs> Doctors in New York transplanted a genetically engineered pig kidney into a patient who's brain dead and donated his body for research. This is the Nathan Sutherland uh, School of Medicine? Now it's still functioning over a month later. A genetically engineered pig kidney. Right, it's not real. it wasn't real. 3D printed thing off a pig DNA. Pig kidney. Yeah. Experts say it could be a major breakthrough for organ donation. You won't need dead teenagers anymore. Which is what everybody with organ... Secretly, everybody who needs an organ watches the news and roots for teenagers to die in car wrecks. Don't think you're wrong. You would have to. I don't think you're wrong. It's not a pretty thing, but it's true. Because I think, uh, like, if I needed a, a you know, set of something, I don't know, kidneys, lungs, whatever, and they couldn't find anybody, every time a kid died in a car wreck or somebody in their mid-20s, they'd be like, ooh, organs. Colombian researchers published a paper... On a tiny beetle with really big junk. <laughs> Ringo. Um, fact that what they found was the the genitalia, the junk. Everyone was different, so they're saying they believe that the uh, male has the perfect fit vagina out there. 
Huh? They match up with one beetle oh, only. Crooked pot, crooked lid. Yeah. So this dude's giant beetle dick has to match up with some loose girl beetle. Correct, mate. Yeah. Here's the problem. And that's what we're going to do. They have yet to find a female. <laughs> They're splitting them in they half. They haven't found the female be- beetle yet. Oh, man. That's Lex Steel of beetles. They're going through. He's just carving beetle bladders up like crazy. But they still can't find a female species yet. Well, why are they trying to prolong him and, like, advance they, all they're well, going to do they is... want to make sure they're correct that the reason why every this is, is different perversion there's a bunch of scientists playing with beetle wings and perpetual like they're they're making more big dick beetles if they let him have sex He's playing with beetle wings yeah that's your science news i never minded that playing with beetle wing thing not sure if you've seen this the uh lg stand by me go television Looks like a briefcase from the James Bond. Cool. It's a 27-inch suitcase. It's a TV in there for your car. Cool. When you're on the go. Yeah, because that's what you're television to watch while you're driving. It's pretty amazing because you, uh, show it, you open it up. The screen has a Bluetooth, Bluetooth capability, and it also can pick up a Wi-Fi signal if it's in that area. Cool. But if not, you can go back to the Bluetooth and connect to different uh, streaming right. stuff. Because you and absolutely also, must watch the latest episode of Down With Love while you're uh, going from A to B. You're on your picnic. Yeah. Stop watching TV in the car. You know what this is going to lead to? Driving and television watching. Well, you don't. the idea is not to uh, watch it as you're so driving because it's, it's kind of big. The idea for this screen. was to not watch screens yeah. while you're driving and people still do it. But it also lets you game, too. You open up right. the screens on the one side and then they got a flat surface. And they're showing some kids playing like an online chess. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Nobody's jerking That's off the porn. Everybody's yeah. playing chess. Of course. <laughs> you can get your standby go for a thousand bucks. It's mobile, uh, twenty-seven inch jack screen for people who cross-country truck. You need to pull over. You don't yeah. pull over. That's the problem. We're humans. We're trying to multitask. Our- Be safe out yeah, there. Yeah, they won't. This is a bad idea. Uh, talk about knowing us, too. We had the fire department tell us about exactly. that. Apple Apple has that safeguard. They know we're idiots. And the, basically, the, the way to crack the code of, hey, hey, I'm not going to turn on. You might be driving unless you hit this button that says, I'm not driving. And then you can do anything you want. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not driving. You, can, you lie to your iPhone every day. And all they're doing is covering their ass. Hey. We told you. We told him we're not going to open him if he's driving. He told us he wasn't driving. Apple's, that's just a legal thing. They know we watch TV and all that stuff on our phone while we're driving. We need their lawyers. <laughs> we do. They we got need, stuff done. We need an Apple agreement to get a golf tournament. Drizzly just uh, announced a launch of its new party-themed Generator 3000. Um, the Generator features dozens of fun-themed ideas like Dress Like Your Ex, Bring back the 90s, dynamic duos, and uh, nuns and nunchucks. Oh, yeah. And it also gives you recipes for drinks to serve at the party and the theme and, uh, you know, everything. Decoration. For the uncreative person, uh, yeah. an idea menu. Yep. I want to throw a party, but I'm really boring and I can't think of anything to do on how to serve drinks. I'll consult the internet. I've got one radio video today. All right. 
It's been a while, but uh, some great highlights from the WNBA. Oh, WNBA highlights are my faves. All right, kill the science. Is this an old one? I've probably seen this, but I'm fine. I don't care. I I could watch some of these. I haven't seen it. Oh, brand new. just absolute garbage from the WNBA. Hit it, man. This is on the uh, page. Ali Oopings, uh, if yes. you want to follow I'll do play-by-play play if there isn't one. And already. at the top of the second half. Oh, no, this is the, this is the old uh, and that's why um, she family guy thing. A year. These yeah. guys- this is an old one, but it's still fun to watch. I do play. like the look after she yeah. passes this away. Yeah. That's for the fan to decide. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's been running around for a while. That's not. That's the first I've seen. Yeah. Well, it's it's a clip it's from taken a while. when Family Guy did a thing on uh, the WNBA. Those are the announcers that called the game. We got one that was sent in by a listener, uh, somebody in a Porta John, and uh, somebody decides to oh tries to knock over the port and succeeds knocking over the Porta John. Now the squirms s- out of the side. Now there'll be the slow weird leak <laughs> of friend. liquid. Well, you can see it already. Oh and then here's god. Her Oh, they got to lift it back up. The door is opening. Oh, Inked. God. Oh, she's relatively unscathed. Uh, no, she's blue. Oh, the blue is not yeah, her. That sweater that was, was not her original color. <laughs> unscathed in the fact that, that she just got the blue dye. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, I didn't see any. I never use those things. No, me neither. Oh, no man. effing way. <laughs> yeah, she's covered in some wet. You're right. Yeah. I don't use them for a multitude of Well, reasons. yeah, but... I have one sitting in my front yard right now because the construction guys that are doing work on my house aren't allowed inside. Of course not. They're disgusting. So they go to the blue one. They go to the sweat box. It is remarkable. How, how many? No. no. How many people see it and use it who aren't in working? In your neighborhood? Yep. What? Like cars drive by? Tell Troy and Michael to stay no, out No, no, not them. They've got their own. They just like, they stand behind it and smell. It's weird. People who deliver for Amazon, trash guys, any of the uh, mailmen. You got to put a compilation together. I, I, I should film everybody. And then just weirdly, someone pulling in in a Camaro the other day, hops out, gets in, goes, DoorDash people, every uh, like Ubers. It, it's an wow. it's a like they you know gotta, it's a beacon. It. I, I just sit and stare at it. Like there's another just general citizen that saw the blue box and ran to it. And I should tip them over. I should go do that. But then I got a big poo Blue puddle in my front there. yard. I don't know how people use that in 120 degree weather. Oh. Oh, the sweat box. Oh, I watched those poor guys go in there and I'm like, it's too bad I won't let you in my house because that's gross. Get you one of those wilderness cams that just record 24 hours. I, I used to, but construction knocked down the eve that I had my security camera on. So it's moved now and I don't have that. I don't have that angle. So if you're coming in hot at my house. Take the angle where the porta john sits in the front yard. We can sneak around back. Then the cameras grab you. Which way does the door face? The, the house porta john door. Uh, stand in the place. East. It's <laughs> east. So it's front door. It gets a nice morning sun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. No, actually, it doesn't. It's more southeast. It does get some morning Ooh. sun, Ooh. but it gets brewing. Look, it Cooks gets midday. It, yeah. There's. It's not under a tree or anything. Oh. It isn't. It is. But it doesn't stink. But I've never seen anybody come and dump you it out either. Down, you must be upwind from it. Don't know. I just see a lot of folks using it. And I laugh. I don't know if I'm supposed to go, go hey, I'd pay for that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be angry. I let them use it. Last thing I want to stop is I want to tip it over now. Though. 
DoorDash drivers are the worst. You see some dude in an Accord drive into the cul-de-sac, get out. They always look. I know that they're bad people. They look around and then run in it. I should just sit inside of it one day. Surprise them. Listener says, hurricane's on the way, John. I'll take your bet. Two 107-inch have fallen at Sky Harbor. Broke our 147-day streak. Just for Sky Harbor. We've been getting rain. All right, Brett. Kill us. All right. He's got some smirk on him today. That is. Well, he said he was going to end. The oh yeah, movie. we can we, we can end uh, Castaway right here. All right. Oh, the first. One? Yeah, this is how, this it is how Castaway actually mm-hmm. ends. There's Nolan standing in the road. <laughs> Trucks. Oh, what is that? Is that a guy on a motorcycle? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he exploded under every tire. Oh, and he stopped right on top of him oh. on the last wheel. Wow. Oh, look at all. And the... that's a heavy load on there. Man, that guy got mushed. Oh. <laughs> Christ. Uh, then we got Ooh. this one here. A little stump driving in a bus. This one's not too bad. Oh. All right. There's another crappy country with a lot of motorcycles. And, uh, oh, made it a oh, bus. Oh, bus caught the air. And, and just the other view. tapped the car. Shaved the top off of one of those old third world cars. And everybody in it is topless. Wow. All right, that was fast. And uh, we'll do a little Wild America for Brady here. All right. Yes. Here we go. What's he guys? What's he pet? Here's the buck chug. The buck chug. No, 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 no. He gutted a buck. He gutted a buck. Yeah, and then you, yeah. It's dressed and hung in his garage, and he is now. Wait till you see him. Down with the sickness playing. They're pouring a Bud Light into the Tapes it. gut of the buck, and it's pouring out of his nose into his mouth. Nah. Yeah, she's right. I'm breaking up with you, too. Look at that mullet. And how do you have a mullet and bangs? Like, that's the worst combination ever. And he's into Disturbed. He's one of ours, guys. He's one of ours. He, it, it, I didn't know that you could pour it into their guts in the I didn't either. It would run out the nose. Oh, and then here's a here's a nice uh, running a little late to the party. All right, got some people in a parking lot. Guy going about a thousand miles off in the distance. He's rolling and he's coming in. He's been a hundred foot launch out of the car into the right under the Robbie camera. Robbie Gold couldn't have done a better job of no. placing that. <laughs> that is a field goal with people. Look uh, at that! Oh, he shoots out launch hundred and twenty feet. Wow. He, <laughs> he lived. He lived. He's alive. Yeah, Brady yeah. wants to believe that guy's okay. I'm going to go with that. We'll just, end with, we'll just end with the poop spreader. Oh. That's not necessarily poop, but. Not necessarily? The S-spreader. Yeah. Saying. It's just going to spread some ass. All right, here we go. <laughs> what is that? Oh. What is that? A body cut into the blades. A guy in the combine. Roller. Oh, there's the head. Somebody's getting a call. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is. What? Brady, what she that? lived. She lived. <laughs> She's just sleeping. She looked like, like wow. Scarecrow from Batman. Oh, was she nude? She's totally naked. This is a murder. She just strips off all your clothes. She's like, this is how I picture her. we got to get her out because we got to finish the job. Yeah, they got a lot of field to move. Oh, well, they need... Oh. This is how you picture Iran? Yeah, this is how I picture Iran. And then also, Brady's right. they got to get those heroin fields plowed to make their money. It's a call center. Look oh, at that. Does that, that look like a 3D printing? I don't know what that looked like. It looked like a bad CGI. It was, it was... a bad mask. Wow. 
And Melendon. Thank you. <laughs> Every Friday you get me out of the seat. And by the end of it, I'm standing up. I don't even realize I've done it. All right, there you go. We can put those on Facebook. Uh, that last one isn't even human. Uh, I mean, the car, maybe the car crash we can. Car crash we can. Just go to have a warning. Yeah. Farmers right. only. Last one. Oh, just like you blow the wool. That was awful. Why is that one bad? That like, dude cutting his penis off was really rough last week, but. All right. <laughs> it's 8.15. There you go. Yuck. That one made me queasy, guys. Uh, yeah, let's just move on. There you go. That's your Brady <laughs> Report. It's 98 KUPD. God, that's good. White stripes there. Icky. Thump. Uh, we, man, I just keep looking at the calendar and thinking to myself, we got, we got no time on our hands. Before you know it, football season's here, so all weekend trips are canceled. Uh, by the way, if you're a woman and you're like, I think I want to go apple orchard picking or maybe to Sedona sometime in September. No. Excuse me. Sorry about that. My balloon not went off. I got real tight on that. You can't do it. It's not a thing. You're not doing it. Uh, you cannot have weekends starting in three weeks. They're gone. And Metallica's kind of messing up Labor Day. So a lot of us going to Metallica on Labor Day, that's it. Next weekend, we, you lose us for 20 weeks. If we're decent people, we'll take our Thursday night games or our Sundays that we have the bye week. And we'll take you out somewhere. But don't do it. Do not plan a trip or a weekend that isn't on some guy's bye week. Unless it's up to Vegas or something else where we can watch it there. You're going to lose us. People don't realize this is it. This is the second to last weekend, everybody, that you have time with your family on a weekend. Better get to it. College starts next week, which is crazy. After that, you got yourself some Labor Day. That's kind of goodbye to your wife. And then football widows. You're three weeks out. Good luck. Keep it together. But, I mean, with Metallica right around the corner, that's coming up September uh, 1st and 3rd. And everybody's starting to beg me for tickets, which means I know what happened. You thought it was going to drop. You thought the price was. Now the emails are coming. You could possibly sneak a couple my direction. Mm-hmm. You've had since February. I love getting those text messages. Hey, buddy. It's yeah. like, what's up? Uh, nothing since the last time you, last year yeah. when you text me for My tickets. favorite ones Brett gets are like, hey, Eric, how you doing, man? Hey, do you have any tickets? Like, oh, I see where you came out of the woodwork. Anyway, right around the corner. So get your plans together now. It's your last two weekends to actually have a weekend with the family. Go up to Flagstaff this or next weekend. Football fans, men, you have to do this yourselves. It's not their fault. They're going to think that all these, you know, this has been great. You have to have a goodbye weekend. You have to let them know. This is it, by the way. This is the last one. From here on out, if you've got weekend plans, you got to consult me to find out if they're valid. And you can't just surprise me with something. I can't find out that, you know, Teresa and James are having a party on Sunday. Uh-uh. We don't go to those on Sundays anymore. You're going to skip Teresa and James' gender reveal. For a stupid game? No. I'm going to skip Teresa and James' stupid gender reveal for a game. Now, you got the word stupid in the wrong spot. I can't believe you would do this to me. You can go alone. You're grown up with your legs painted on. What, are I going to hold you up? You'll be fine. What do I tell them? Oh, you're married to a man, and he enjoys football. <laughs> And a whole lot more than he enjoys gender reveal parties. They'll be insulted. Well, I'm insulted they're having it on a Sunday. What happened to James? Put his balls back. Yeah. Need that. It's our daughter's nice birthday. Why do they have those birthday. commercials where they're watching it on their phone? 
Right. Oh, yeah. Well, because they know. <laughs> Some dudes We can't. did that at a wedding. Yeah, well, yeah. We, did it at, <laughs> we did it at Ted's wedding. We yeah. couldn't believe he had that wedding. The weekend of the AFC Championship game. Patriots, Chiefs. Ted's crying. Never, <laughs> never loved a woman like this. And in the background, oh, terrible call. <laughs> what? It's a terrible call, Ted. We're getting married? Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's where we're going. That too. Yeah, we're not watching TV. Chiefs just got screwed. That's five downs for the Patriots. You guys want to pay attention to my speech? Not particularly, no. We've been to a lot of weddings. They're all the same. I shouldn't have invited you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're lucky we're here. You're, we're the nice ones. After further review. On, on championship weekend. We're getting married. When? January 27th. Are you out of your mind? Is that a Sunday? Uh-huh. What are you thinking? I spent 23 weeks watching this thing come to an end. Four teams left. And I got to watch you love someone for three hours and eat dry chicken? What's the matter with you? Elope. Elope. Have a party in March. Then my friends and family could. They don't want to go. Chiefs, Patriots. It's a good game. Yeah, there we were, all of us with a little phone, screaming and yelling at the wedding. <laughs> and getting looks, man. <laughs> Mainly, the dudes were looking at us like, you guys are jerks, and I wish I was you. I know, that's exactly what it was. I can't was. believe those insensitive pricks would interrupt Ted's speech with football talk. There were so many guys getting up, circling our table like sharks, just yeah. getting a glance <laughs> at the game. Go, and I'm going to get another drink. Where are those drinks again? <laughs> they're, over, they're the other way. Jeff, they're the other. Where's he going? Just walking by this table real quick. What's the score? What's the score? Seventeen <laughs> twenty. Oh, my God. I'm missing a jam, aren't I? Yep. Go get your beverage, Jeff. Is there any open seats at your table? No, it's all full up, friendo. That's why we asked you to do the right together. thing. You put the screen up in the back of the altar. So the game's going in the background. You do the right there. thing and don't <laughs> yeah. have your wedding that day. That's the uh-oh, I screwed up thing to do. You can't do it at the screen at the altar because then it's me. Down up front. Yeah. Move. Yeah. It's hilarious. Hey, you two. The, the, the ones from the top of the cake. Move. I can't see the TV. Anyway, you're going to lose this here soon, ladies. So put it on your calendar that we go away soon. Very soon. I know we don't want to do anything with you on these Sundays at all. So your little stupid test of you'd rather antiquing. Do, you'd rather watch a game than go places with me? Absolute fact, yes, 100%. My true love starts Sunday, September 10th. That's what real love looks like. That's why you want me to go do stuff, so you, so I can prove my love is bigger for you than it is for football. It isn't. I will never love you more than I love the Steelers. I won't. And that's just something every woman has to accept. You're a Bears fan. Medea's lucky. But she'll... You'll, She'll never love you more than she loves the Packers because she's tasted success. That's true. Can't argue that. Yep, it's a fact. Brady will never love Ronnie more than he loves Ohio State. Ever. Ever. You goes. can say it. Go ahead. You won't. What? You're afraid of her. It's a fact. Every team in the NFL? What? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying Ohio State. Yeah. Even the NFL generally, Saturday. which you're not that passionate about, still trumps marriage. We accept it as our true love. We might miss a baseball game or basketball game, but that's because there's thousands of them. <laughs> if there was only 16 baseball games a year, you'd lose a 16 baseball day. So, and 17 now, it's even better. Yeah, just be happy it's only one day a week. Didn't this season used to end in January? Yeah, now it goes almost till March. Isn't it great? It bleeds over every now and then to a couple of 
you know, you're saying one day a week, but you get a couple Thursday night games. You get a Thursday game. I'm watching that. Yeah. Mondays are pretty yeah. much like no matter what's on, the TV's got the game on. So you're losing us, ladies. And a lot of guys who have ladies who are cool lose them too. <laughs> Stop planning stuff right now. Don't. If you're penning out an invite right now on your daughter's 12th birthday or whatever, and it happens to be a Sunday in September, October, or November, cancel it. She'll have plenty of birthdays in the future you can bring your girls to. Don't invite us. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Not going. No Birthday party. Over by kickoff. (laughs) No. No Sundays. You clear Sunday. That's not for anything. You have your birthday party Saturday afternoon, and you'll lose college guys, but that's acceptable. Or how about no invites for adults to your kid's birthday? That's silly. Yeah, we got a comedian coming. I I dug that. We're going to lose her, too. It's 839. (laughs) Uh, We'll chat uh, next. It's 98KUP. The Big Red Radio is going to send you guys to see Metallica in style from the Snake Pit. But first, you'll need to crack the code. Listen weekdays at 11 a.m. for code hints. Then use the 98KUPD app to visit the rewards page. Tap the Metallica crack the code graphic and start guessing the five-digit code. If you have the wrong code, you'll get a message that says... But if you get the code right, then you're entered to win the Metallica Snake Pit tickets for both September 1st and 3rd shows at the State Farm Stadium. You can also win an autographed set list from the Phoenix show or an autographed Metallica poster if you choose to accept them. Rules and details at 98kupd.com. Download the free 98kupd app and start guessing now. This message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. It's John Holmberg here from the Morning Sickness, and it's time once again for this week's Pick of the Litter, brought to you by our friends at Pacifico and Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. I was over at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue this week, and I met the Pick of the Litter, and his name is Gibraltar. You know, August is doggest down there at the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, and it's time to get these dogs homes. Uh, the thing about Gibraltar is he's adorable. He's five months old. He's a terrier mix with a terrier mix with a whatever, but he's beautiful. Check him out at lostourhome.org. Five months old. Going to get a little bigger, not much, probably about 35 pounds right now. But he's full of energy because he's five months old. Think about that. He needs a place to go now. Dogs that are puppies in shelters usually end up getting a lot of bad habits that are tough to break. He needs to get out of there right now and get that home where he finds love. He is an immediately affectionate, playful, fun dog. I had a blast hanging out with Gibraltar, and they waive the adoption fees if Gibraltar's right for you. Normally, we're asking for a second chance for a dog. This one needs a first chance. Gibraltar is this week's pick of the litter, brought to you by Pacifico and Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Win a share of golden riches up to $45,000 in cash or free play. Plus, one lucky guest can double their prize and take home up to $4,000 cash. The hottest spot in the valley is Wicopa Casino Resort. Home to big time gambling and all the winning you can handle. It's thrills like this you can only get at Wicopa Casino Resort. Find yourself here. It's John Holmberg here, and I'm thrilled to tell you about my friends at Wilderness Athlete Hydration. People think they get hydrated when they have a bottle of water, but you need to hydrate before 
you go out in the heat. Drinking stuff when you're already feeling dehydrated is not the proper way to hydrate yourself. Every morning I have a hero pack from Wilderness Athlete and I start hydrating before I feel the need to do it. I also add a hydrate and recover powder to my water throughout the day. I never feel like I have to get water or hydration in my system. When you hydrate properly, you end up with more energy and you feel like you're not a pillar of salt. Wilderness Athlete is the company based right here in the valley. They are building their products for people who live like us out here in the heat in the desert. No caffeine bombs, no sugar spikes, healthy products that keep you energized and hydrated all summer. When you aren't hydrated, you're not motivated. You're lazy and you're tired. Wilderness Athlete, they're the place to go for everything you need to stay on top of your day in a healthy way. Use the promo code KUPD when you check out at wildernessathlete.com and shave a little off the top. Wilderness Athlete, fuel for the rugged. Hey, you. Are you on Zillow again? Zillowing homes with walk-in freezers? Thinking about escaping this dry heat? Dreaming of cooling off in your zero-degree oasis? We hate to interrupt, but there's something you should know. Zillow is so much more than searching for homes in the valley. Now Zillowing means getting a Zillow home loan. It means finding out what you can afford, working with a top-rated loan officer, and getting into that home you've been dreaming of. Visit ZillowHomeLoans.com to get started. Let's get you home, Phoenix. Zillow Home Loans, NMLS number 10287. Live in Vegas is back with more energy, more excitement, and more of the artists you want to see. Like Carol G, Maroon 5, Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Maxwell, and Ed Sheeran. Plus, iconic shows and events like Absinthe, Mystere by Cirque du Soleil, Downtown Rocks, and everything else that makes Las Vegas the unrivaled entertainment capital of the world. So book your trip this summer and enjoy live to the fullest. See the full lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Fulton Homes and Valley of the Sun United Way know that learning to read is one of the most important milestones in a child's education. That's why Fulton Homes is proud to present the Book in a Bag distribution events. Join Fulton Homes, Valley of the Sun United Way, and the Big Red Radio as we distribute free Book in a Bag reading packs at Barnes & Noble at Chandler Fashion Center, Saturday, August 19th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Visit the events page at 98kupd.com for more information on how to get your free Book in a Bag from Valley of the Sun United Way and Fulton Homes. You're proud to own, we're proud to build. Help, Phoenix! Scott Lehman here from Premier Auto Center, and I'm headed for a major meltdown! I've got too many cars, and it's so hot, this extra inventory puts me in a tight spot! I'm about to have a meltdown! But that means you could drive for just cents down. 27 cents down. As the temps rise, the down payments drop. So if your old ride is full of hot air, don't have a meltdown. You could drive a nice newer car for just 27 cents down. I'm losing my cool. So no matter where you got your car, and no matter how much you owe, you could drive today for just 27 cents down. Sweating past credit problems? My approval process is coming in hot, so give us a shot. I'm melting down so you could drive for just cents down. 27 cents down. But hurry, these deals are too hot to handle, and it won't be long before my accountant tells me to cool it. Come see me at 16th Street and Bell Road and now in the East Valley on Country Club just south of the 60. Or check out our store in Casa Grande. Or check us out online at scottsaysyes.com That's scottsaysyes.com I'm Scott Lehman and I'm a dealer for the people. At Staples, school savings are always in session. From art supplies and essentials to the latest tech in stock and price low. School on, save on at your local Staples store. Valley weather Friday has a 40% chance of showers, otherwise partly sunny and breezy, high 105. Mostly cloudy overnight, 50-50 rain chance with a low 88. And that's Friday's Valley weather. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Save on a protein-packed lunch at Whole Foods Market. Get 32% off Applegate Farm sliced lunch meat, chicken nuggets, and tenders with Prime through August 22nd. Make back-to-school season a breeze with these easy lunches. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. 
Auto Parts' new Brake Mess Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Mess Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's John Holmberg here from The Morning Sickness, and it's time to tell you about the Core Institute. I can put deodorant on all by myself. I know that sounds like something everyone can do, but I couldn't do it for a while, at least not like a normal person. My shoulders were so messed up, I had to lean on a wall or use my opposite hand just to reach my armpit. It wasn't normal, but I was making unusual normal every day. I've been through four surgeries on my broken bones at the Core Institute, and I'm telling you, I feel as good as I've felt in the last 10 years. That's no joke. I've had so much damage and arthritis in my body that I thought it was just going to be normal for me from here on out, but I was wrong. Living with pain is not necessary. My situation was extreme, and the best option for me was some pretty serious surgeries and physical therapy. But I can't tell you how amazing the end result is. The Core Institute put me back together. I'm still not fully back, but even after my June shoulder replacement, 70% is better than I was before surgery, and I'm looking to get to 95 pretty darn soon. Physically and mentally, I'm reborn, and you can be too. The Core Institute, they're going to get you back to normal. Trust me, you need to be normal. Just visit thecoreinstitute.com today and start feeling good tomorrow. Summer is ending, but the savings are endless at Bob's Discount Furniture. And this Labor Day weekend, I'm throwing a summer send-off celebration with 6, 12, 30, and 60-month financing options and new everyday low prices and highly rated living rooms, best-selling bedrooms, stylish dining sets, and of course, my world-famous Bobopedic mattresses. Subject to credit approval go to mybobs.com for details plus entertainment and yummy treats for the kiddos so join the fun at my summer send-off celebration this labor day weekend in all my stores do you spend as much time planning for your retirement as you do planning for a summer road trip it's brady and i can help you improve the time you spend on your retirement set up a meeting with one of trajan wells fiduciary advisors this is a great time to get a second opinion and that's exactly what i did i sat down with corbett leduc from trajan wealth and he looked at my current plan we put together a more comprehensive plan based upon my retirement goal of retiring in the next 10 years not only did he help me put together a great retirement plan he helped me feel better about planning road trips that i can afford and enjoy so before you plan your next road trip, call Trajan Wealth today for a complimentary consultation. 480-990-3300. 480-990-3300. For more information, check out TrajanWealth.com. That's Trajan, T-R-A-J-A-N, Wealth.com. Get some peace of mind with your retirement plan today. Call Trajan Wealth. Advisory services offered through Trajan Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, paid advertisement. The Lerner and Rose Studios. This is the Big Red Radio. All right, it is uh, Jordan Jensen joins us this morning. Hello. You just did that so delicately. I appreciate that. Most people grab the microphone like it's... Oh, really? Yeah, you well, did that. it has that. like a spidery quality to it. I yeah. think I was more afraid of it. It was very nice. And I understand uh, you're at CB Live this weekend, right? I am. Alex. Great club. Yeah, he didn't get any information. <laughs> he, that's his one job is to bring us paperwork. Multiple shows. And he never does it. Yeah, you got him all weekend. Alex right? is a, I'm noticing this guy is a very, I would never expect him to look the way he does if I just heard him. He seems like a super alpha. He's not. He's not. <laughs> he's not. You can fax him places. He's so thin. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's a nice guy. He's very funny accidentally. And really? A lot, yeah, he says a lot of weird stuff that makes you laugh. And 
you're not real sure if he's telling you there's bodies in yes, his basement. Yes, he has or... a straight face. Yeah. He keeps a straight face. Yeah. It's good. It's impressive. Yeah. It's murderer stuff. So Ten years yeah. from yeah. now, we'll hear yeah. some oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely done some terrible things. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, I saw you before and was fascinated by the idea that, that you were raised by lesbians. Well, yeah, that's the funny thing about these stations. This is like, we, my mom's a contractor, my dad's a contractor. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is your stuff. Your Don't worry about it. Stuff. We say it all the time. Wow. It's your jam. So, this is my jam. Wait a minute. No. This is my jam. Does that mean buildings are your jam? No, this, I'm saying like, I'm saying rock stations. Oh, radio. rock stations. I yeah. see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, it is 8 a.m. I have yeah. not been up this early since I was on the other side of it. You know what I mean? Staying up till 8. I haven't seen this side right. of 8 a.m. in a long time. It's weird, isn't it? It's Getting not up in the morning okay is dumb. what it is. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's not a human thing to do. It's crazy. Yeah. My manager lies to me everywhere I go and is like, hey, you need to do radio at 7 a.m. That way I get there at 8 a.m. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. You're good, totally. though. What were you going to be doing otherwise? Sleeping? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just making sure you didn't have any other plans. Building like something, stuff. Like something strange. The greatest just, thing of all time, yeah, it sleep. Is the best Lord invention and Savior. ever. So, yeah, but the, the, the uh, and then we were talking before about how you were in Spokane riffing on relationships, which has to drive you nuts because I saw this on the internet last night when they were describing you. And it's like local television news going, yeah, tomorrow Jordan Jensen's going to be on riffing about relationships. Don't you just feel like punching TV people when you meet them? Um, I don't meet them. Oh, you just don't go. I stay away from them. Yeah, I mean, I do. I yeah, I never really do press. I mean, I yeah. would do it, but I think that my managers are like, she doesn't wake up before two p.m. It is a lost yeah. cause. We're not going to ask. I do yeah. Jim and Sam. You know, Who's Jim that? I don't Sam. know Jim and Jim Sam. Jim Norton. Oh, Norton. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a different thing. That's he totally has like different. A, he has like a big, uh, a big fake butt, a woman's butt next to him that you can play with. While I you're have. There. Uh, so that's my reward. I've nice. seen this. You've Not seen the show, yeah. Somebody gave me one. Is it squishy? It's it's a it's it's creepy. It's, creepy. it's like a right. Oh, it's so it's creepy. not a full size. Well, it's, no, are you that's talking the about thing. the other one? Oh, is. this one is. Well, mine was like a like what what's an Alex basement? It's a torso. Is uh, it's from the belly button to the mid thigh. It has a functional female a vagina functional and female butthole. Vagina. We can say vagina. I know it's a wow. weird. The rules are so screwy. oh so yeah. Vagina's okay. And are you offended by that? Or did I offend you? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Yeah, I just, the, just think it's interesting. This is like the whole. I, I showed my breasts on stage once, and they're like, "You'll get in trouble for that." Like I just flashed the audience. Once. No kidding. Well, there was a bachelor in the. What? <laughs> We're gonna run it all down. Filthy mouths. That one's bad, and then the S word's bad. But you can say vagina. Vagina's science. Is it science yeah, or is the, it a disgusting place that God should never exist? I totally agree with you. Uh, I mean, it's, it has to be cleaned constantly it does, or else it's useless. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a like a sewage line. It clogs up so easy. You got to hose it down. Teams of ci- like uh, city workers in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Is yours okay right now, do you think? Well, I have the thing. You know how when you go to prison, they just they <laughs> no, spray, I don't. they chip the paint off you? <laughs> That's what I do. I have a, a special power spray. One of those. Yeah, you need a power Have one. you been to prison? I've been to jail. What'd you do? I stole a giant bottle of liquor. I've been to jail a couple times. No kidding. With you. Yeah. And you got caught. I did get caught. Where, no, where, I just was I'm like, just saying, look turn, what I did. No, Drink turn me yourself in. I'm, a bad I'm just boy. saying, how did you get caught? <laughs> oh, you know how I got caught? I was wearing new cowboy boots. I'm an idiot. And I, I grabbed the, I was with a kid who was like, you just take the liquor, put it in the bag. It's easy. I'll do it. And he puts it in my backpack immediately. Yeah. The owner's like, hey, you have liquor in the back. <laughs> the yeah. bulge. Yeah. And then the kid comes out of nowhere, pushes the store owner who kind of is holding me in my backpack. Oh, man. And then he goes, run. I start running. Immediately, the 
new cowboy boots hurt my feet. <laughs> a cop car pulls up and is like, stop. And I was like, absolutely. I'll stop immediately. <laughs> my feet are killing me. <laughs> Speaking of Spokane, it was yeah. right there. Oh, it was in Spokane. We were riffing on relationships At, that week. Just yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Way before. Okay. Just yeah, way sure. before. So yeah, what was the other time you got busted? I've had a suspended license pretty much my whole life. Just Why? Because, because it's a racket. You suspend the license, <laughs> and then they say you have to pay the ticket for the suspension in order to get it lifted so you can go to work. So then you pay that ticket. Yeah. But then you don't pay the original ticket because you don't have that much money because you have to right. go to work. And then it gets suspended again. They really do keep you in an epic loop. But Jordan, I have to argue that when it's suspended the first time, that's just not random. It's not random? No, you didn't. No, no. <laughs> you had to do something in order to have it suspended. I thought it was the most time. beautiful lady. <laughs> that's yeah, the hey, that's prettiest they lady do in the city. Every day. Yeah. Let's suspend this one. It's gorgeous lady spinning the wheel, and then we're yeah. suspending you today because they want to meet you. That would be. Right. That's like, what I thought. I thought they were like, you're too beautiful to be driving. It's distracting right. people. We're going to suspend your license until you get a little uglier. And every time they're like, you're still not ugly. I'm going to suspend you again. It's crazy. So, yeah. So, initially suspending it was just tickets you didn't pay for, probably. And you get sent yeah. to the can for that. Yeah, in some places, wow. in so many places, they they just pull you over and they're like, you know, you're yeah. like suspended, and you're like, yes. But then there's some places where they're like, we're putting you in jail, and you're like, dude, come on, this yeah. is. And did you ever have to offer anything? Did you ever try to bribe a cop? Um, you strike me as a person that might try that. Oh yes, yeah. you were right to think that. <laughs> right. I I haven't done bribery, but I have done like, don't be don't be a dumb guy. I've done bullying, <laughs> where I'm like, are you cool? Are oh, you, you cool made him feel you? bad for doing his job. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what are you? What are you, some narc or something? Yeah. They're like, literally, that I is my job. Narc. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna? You gonna throw me in jail? You never offered up any like a flasher or anything? Because if I was a woman, I would use my currency constantly to get out of trouble. I only started thinking about that once I was in a room of people watching me with their phones locked up. That I was like, I could, you could I could make money. I could make, make it money. Own this yeah. Room. yeah. And why I, doesn't that cross your mind? Uh, why? Because you were raised by people who said don't probably. I, I don't even remember I have breasts until somebody's like, there are breasts on your body. <laughs> I don't do even know. I play with when them all When did these show up to the party? Yeah. If I had them, I'd be like, this is the best thing in the world. Yeah, because lesbians, uh, being raised by lesbians, they, I mean, all it is is us just pretending that we're men, you know? <laughs> and then I accidentally am straight. So now I just. <laughs> so your lesbian mentality carries into your heterosexuality and it screws things up. Right. It, oh, totally. Yeah. What are you doing to my pecs, bro? Oh, you probably yeah. say that. Yeah. During sex a lot. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> grabbing them. I know they're huge and swole right now. I know they're massive. Get some reps yeah. in, man. That's interesting. Didn't they, did they, did, were you raised by lesbians to be a lesbian or did they care? Was they, it disappointing? Oh, yeah. They were disappointed you were yeah. straight. No kidding. They think it's rid- Every time I bre- go through a breakup with a man, he's like, well, you know, this wouldn't happen. I'm like, if I was a different person, yes. Yeah. <laughs> did, they, uh, did you have to come out to them as straight? Um, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, was it tough? <laughs> it was, people cry? The fact that me and my sister are straight oh. is like, that's, it's basically like them not having a son. They're like, oh, for two. Yeah. So was mom a lesbian and then just announced it to the family and then went with it? So mom is, oh, so mom was with dad and right. they were, my mom and my dad, he was the coach of her rugby team. Oh, he didn't read the he room. is an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is a dumb man. Yeah, that's not a bright They person. looked identical. People. They were they were twinsies. Yes, they looked like two grizzly bear. <laughs> Went to boys. the same barber. Yes, they had the same yeah, haircut, the yeah. same little mullet, little bi level mullet. <laughs> the photos of them, I'm like, Dad, come and on. And does he still like? I just I didn't see the writing on the wall. He Is he denial? He's dead now. The lesbians killed him, but um, <laughs> he did. <laughs> you got to take him. You got to take the seed and then murder the men. That, yes. like that might, they have a praying mantis <laughs> yeah. mentality. Yeah, yeah. There we the go. Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they both, uh, yeah, he, 
when she came out, he literally was like, that's not true. She's just doing it to be mean. That's not, she doesn't like, she liked it. He coached her in rugby and that surprised him. Yeah. Never was a lingering thought. they had their contracting business together. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. She's, I mean, that's crazy. You go into houses and you're like, this is my wife. And people are like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's your wife? Yeah. I don't know about this dude. Is your, and your mom was very rugby masculine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So was it a role reversal? I mean, was, was your dad a little more feminine? Just, no, it was, I'm telling masculine. you, it was two cowboys. Two cowboys. It was gotcha. two. It did was, you it was know? Brokeback Mountain, actually. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you know? I didn't know what the difference was. Like, oh, okay. I, when my mom started hooking up with women, I was like, yeah, that's that's... The dream. Your best buddy becomes your husband. <laughs> right. Ideal. <laughs> Ideal. Um, I remember when Britney Spears kissed Madonna. It took me so, – I could not figure out why people were so upset about it. I right. was like – I remember being little and being like, is it because Madonna has a husband? <laughs> it was and infidelity. It's infidelity. And my mom was like, no, it's because they're girls. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, this seems better. Yes, yeah, this is ideal. Never – did you dabble? I tried my hardest. Didn't like it. Boy, howdy, do they come after me way more than men do. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because I look at my hat and no, hair. No, I know, I know you're, you're dressing the part of a lesbian, but you, you still look very feminine and pretty. Oh, that's really nice. To it is true. Yeah. You got the long hair. It's clearly worked on. My voice sounds like a stone quarry. That's I true. <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. yeah. You, I don't think you seem gay. It wouldn't surprise me if you were. That's but so I don't. Nice. Th- I think when I saw you come in, I didn't think, oh, lesbian. Every guy I date is like, are you sure I was like a construction worker for sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Now, I, I thought you just did this to keep guys from thinking they should have come after you. No, I don't know. I've tried being feminine a million times. It's not. It doesn't, doesn't work. It's not a good look. No. It's scary. Is it's, it, that makes you probably look more like a lesbian. It makes me look like a crazy person. It makes <laughs> me look like I'm in drag. That's a big, because I'm also a giant. I'm very tall. You're and, tall. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then I when I put on makeup and stuff it looks scary it looks like i'm she really yeah because you're not wearing any makeup right now i no i'm See, wearing a tiny is, bit of mascara this is the yeah. thing is my, one of my mom's the feminine one <laughs> you have a feminine mom i have one, the feminine one that's coveted by the two other mothers i have three mothers uh, oh, huh? um, it's crazy all in the same house well, my mom is the boss hog. She's like she's the she's the captain of the she's football team. She's got the innocent cooter right. or something. Yeah, she's, she's clanking head. She's the mo. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Totally. All right. All right. And she met uh, Michelle, who's the feminine, beautiful one. Who, right. And Donna worked for my mom as a construction worker. Yes. Okay. And my mom was also. She's a terrible partner. She's very right. mean. She's very. She forgets about who she's dating. You know, right. she calls him the wrong name. Sleeps with other women. Yeah. So then finally, I I like her. Yeah, she's amazing. She sounds she's awesome. Best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying so hard to get a, a unscripted show where it shows her as a contractor with all of her Amish workers. It's uh, the funniest thing you've ever seen. In Pennsylvania? Well, it's in Ithaca, but they're from Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. So it's a lesbian running these men who look up to her, but they're also like, she's a lesbian. They're, she's not with God, but right. also she's the best. She's going yeah. to hell, but she yeah. runs a good site. Yeah. Oh, my I God. I enjoy working for Okay. Her. Whatever money you need to get this going. I know. Call so me because I have to just watch one episode. Yeah. Can I just come Would mom watch be your up mom? for it? Oh, more than anything, does yeah. she want to be on TV? Yeah, yeah, totally. Would it get grotesque, do you think, that she would push the limits of. Well, they would have to have the curse button on. Yeah. Just like yeah, just the whole show. Yeah. She's a sailor. It would be a silent. Yeah. What's the best lesson your mom ever gave you, you think? Like, what do you walk away from? Oh, mom, wow. if it wasn't for mom, I wouldn't know this. Um. Oh, yeah. Her whole thing is um, like uh, basically. She's like the most incorrigible person being a woman contractor. I mean, the amount of people that are like, she walks into the office and they're like, oh, we saw your name is Susan. Uh We're going to immediately turn down all of these 
blueprints and plans right. and put all these things up. And she's just like, oh, you, she goes in full nail bag, saws all in hand. It is like, I am putting this house on this plot. And they're like, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, she definitely, she walks with a sawzall. Oh, she always has, now that she's older, she has the suspender. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? It's huge. She just got shorts that she's obsessed yeah. with that are a tool belt. Attached to shorts. Oh my god! But she'll just take her pants off at the end of because you're used to dropping the sure. nail bag, but now she just drops she takes her, her pants off. Pantless. What kind of drawers does mom wear? She wears I don't good, underwear. Yeah, I think we wear the same underwear. Does she go for wear. sexy underwear? Or no, no way. You don't go sexy what either. Are you talking I'm just about? asking. I don't know if they've like you're hiding something. Under no. It. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> I know yeah. we just passed. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I have sports bra and like the elastic yoga pants that are underwear. Basically. Okay. Oh, so yeah. oh, yeah. gross. It's Almost weird. to the knee. You yeah. know. <laughs> Very disappointing <laughs> on a reveal. Almost yeah. Uh, yeah. garments. Yeah. Oh, I could not be more disappointing on a reveal. It's a wife beater and then it's what I have on. Yeah. Okay. That's awful. My you friends like get lingerie, and I'm like, I can't even say that word. Leave yeah. me alone. I don't what, know what. What, that what is. are like guys that? What is the typical guy that Jordan Jensen dates? Mean. Just mean, awful people. Well, I go for people who are similar to my mother. Oh. So people who are very just like I could do without you, definitely. No I don't kidding. like any of the weak little NPR cucks. Like Alex. Sorry. What no, Alex is a, a is a is a secret alpha. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's, oh, he's a dominant. He's a he's he's a guy who like puts things on nipples and starts pulling. Yes, but it's all hidden behind that weird shirt he got. At yes, that he has store. a Christian Bale American Psycho. <laughs> yes, thing he does. On. There's yeah. a lot of that going mm-hmm. on. And he's last time I went out to lunch, he's like, "See that girl over there? Yeah, had her." Is that true? Nice. Yeah. Wow. He's a player, he's and he was also, pointing to you, Jordan. This you is get, the weird part. Yeah. I've, everybody's had a little piece of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody's breaking off a chunk. There's plenty to go around. <laughs> See, I think you have a wonderful voice. Oh, thank you so much. Especially on the radio. It's like, it's very, it's uh, got that, uh, it's got a, a nice rasp. It. Yeah, it's kind oh, of a cool you. sounding voice. I probably do this, I probably speak lower. My mom taught me, this is how my mom sounds. <laughs> Jordan, get out. You got to get up. So I think probably, and you know what's funny? I used to do an impression of her. Yeah. Like I would get on stage and, and do an impression that was, and sometimes I do it and I'm like, I have to go, like I'm like, oh, that wasn't dissimilar to my own voice yeah you know what i mean so i think it's yeah yeah. it's in there yeah do you ever know i I bring this up all the time you were never taught or uh like uh, told what noises you're supposed to make during sex but you make them so it's innate do you know a bit about this no do you do a bit about this well i just i have a problem with people are always like hey you were like really scarily silent and i'm like yeah if i'm making a sound there's a problem you know (laughs) like i am somebody i am weird i'm like i'm like i make don't make eye contact, but my eyes are open, and I am <laughs> silent. Yeah, that's scary. You're a dead body. Like yeah. in the zone. I am a dead body. <laughs> you're if you're having sex with me, you might have whatever the word is. Necrophilia. Yes. Necrophilia. Really? Yes. Totally. You don't. Dead is it, fish. Because my thing is, is yeah. like I, I find myself when I make a noise thinking I sound like my dad, and I'm like, I bet you he does that. Yeah. And I bet you his dad did that. And I wonder oh, if, wow. you know what I mean? It just gets passed on because you don't plan for it. It just happens. You don't plan for it. So I think I if women emulate porn way. a lot. Oh, that could be. But this yeah. was like, you know, pre-porn, like when people didn't learn off that. The, stuff from the apple did, doesn't fall far yeah, from the tree. You're like you're mimicking you, whatever your parents. Because I, I say, sound like my dad. A lot of the times I'm like, all right, get ready, Marcy. And that's like my, that's my mom's yeah. name. I just shout it out. Yeah. I, Put no your reason. jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around. I can't look you in the eyes. <laughs> the devil's work. Yeah. So it's very strange. Now zip your mouth. If it's the same for you. I don't think you make mom noises. I've heard a lot of sex go on in that room. Oh, she God. sleeps with a lot of hot ladies growing up. <laughs> but we only ever heard we as in me and my friends who are gathered around the door. Right. Um it I've only heard her partner. 
or her, her girlfriend. She's a silent killer uh, as well. Your mom is. Oh, yeah. So it does So it does. Oh, yeah. Yes. Luckily, it's You silent. sound, unfortunately, quietly just like your mom does. Yes. While she's too getting, quiet. While the honey hole's getting abused. Yeah. It's just tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like an old Western. Yeah, yeah, just occasional spur wrangling. I don't know what whistle. I'm supposed to do. I can't make Enjoy a yourself. No. That's no, not God, you're not doing that during sex. That's out of the question. <laughs> if I'm enjoying myself, I'm focusing. You know what I mean? <laughs> if anything, I'm maybe I'll be singing a tune. You know, right. Becky Black. I need <laughs> but I'm not. I would enjoy that. Yeah. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, get a little Brian Johnson in my ear while it's going. <laughs> it's, yeah, totally. What's wrong with that? I can't. The sounds though feels too silly. Silly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you totally. don't like feeling silly. So the whole act is just ridiculous to you. Yeah, the like whole kissing thing is, is a, probably like the weirdest I'm, thing. I mean, I think kissing and dry humping are the most underrated things in the world. Those no things kidding. are I could do without sex forever if Brady, I kissing and dry. Prove humping. it, prove it right now with Get Brady. Get in here, yeah. Brady. I, Get I in agree. Here. I agree with Brady. You. Likes dry humping. Dry humping rules. He's talked about that a lot. I was a, yeah, dry humper. It's <laughs> I see that. I see that about you. Yeah. As soon as I walked in, I was like, dry humper. Yeah, he uses it. It kind of jumps off. The on excited yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. So you like dry humping and kissing a lot more than just ugh, the. Is it because you're like, it's gross? The sex thing is. Now, this is fascinating. You, I, it takes me a while to get there because I'm, as soon as I start having sex with somebody, I have to like shift into vulnerable person. Yeah, you don't like that, and that takes a while. Yeah, yeah. but it's also jarring for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm definitely I'm not dominant. They think I'm going to be like I'm going to step on your get down here testicles. Right. <laughs> you're going to you know? put the heels on and start <laughs> yeah. jamming them in. Put the yeah, new cowboy totally. boots on. That's the only time you enjoy heels. And I'm not. I'm literally. I'm like a. I'm like a, a goose during sex. You just have to kind of chase. I'm like, ah, no. Ah, okay, okay, let's do it. Okay, no, I'm ready. Ah, this is stupid. No, we're now, not have doing this. Have you ever, have you ever found yourself like in a, a feminine moment where you're like weeping? Oh, yes. In sex? Or oh, no. thereafter? What? Or like because, I'm, well, no, I'm just saying like it's like me, it meant something or you've got like this moment. Chemistry? Like, yeah, that, like a thing where you're like kind of crying after I've you realize I've only cried you care. from aggressive sex because aggressive <laughs> sex, <laughs> not from pain. rape. Yeah. But go on. But like uh, uh, because my family, we grew up, it was so aggressive. If there's aggressive sex that's safe, I have cried and been like, oh, this is home. Love. I'm home. <laughs> this is so nice. And nobody saw this. <laughs> Reminds me of Christmas. But I don't know if you saw the uh, the... The visual she presented when she said aggressive sex, yes. which was balling her fist up and punching her <laughs> yeah. other hand. Aggressive sex. The good stuff. <laughs> you know, the go- I start pulling out chains. I'm like, you know, like you know this, I mean? this yeah. stuff. I just pull out a gun. I'm like, like you know, aggressive yeah. sex. The worst sign language I've ever seen. You know, aggressive sex. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. mom had. <laughs> it reminds me of home. Like, this is disgusting. Never forget it. I'm worried about you yeah. and also, strangely, wildly intrigued. Yes. And not because I want to do anything. I want to watch you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're welcome to watch. I would Anybody like to cuck it. that very yes. quiet endeavor. Yes. Totally. I'm just oh, picturing you at your house with your friends. Hey, my mom's having sex. Come give oh, this yeah, listen. totally. Well, it was more like we're hanging out. It's like, what's that sound? I'm like, I don't know. My mom's with some hoe upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And that started at what age when she just got super comfortable with bringing in the horse? Oh, probably both my mom and dad started competing for who could sleep with the hottest women. When no, I was like, in yeah, the same house. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, oh, I was going to say. That's no, fantastic. just in the hometown. It would be like, your, is your mother dating anybody? And I'm like, yeah, she's dating this lady who everybody knows because it's a small town. He's like, right. oh, I'm dating this lady. Tell her that. Tell her I'm dating this lady. And you're like, oh my God, you did. Competition for the same people. Yeah. They hated each other, but if they got into the same place, it was the, they were having so much fun. Ever share? Oh. Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They ever cross over. And then probably at the end, like a reality show, they make the girl choose, like give a rose to the better. Oh, yeah. They, our parent. friends would have to choose because we all did carpentry. And you had to choose, are you going to work with my mom or my dad? Will you take this hammer? Really? Oh, yeah. So the business split with the marriage. 
Oh, oh yeah, the business. Everybody split. had to go with their favorite. Yeah, totally. Who so you won? could go with my dad, who would smoke weed with you. So oh, that took fun. most of the guys. Yeah. But my mom was like very meticulous and good at carpentry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have I went ever, with my dad, obviously. You, you rolled for the weed. <laughs> yeah, totally. Going with dad's weed. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. What a life you've had. Yeah, crazy. And it's all right there on stage when you're telling people things they can't relate to. And that's yeah, the fun right, right, yeah. right. There's nothing about you that's relatable. No, no, not at all. Enough. Not in a no. general sense no. at all. Well, the insecurity stuff, I definitely sure. think that helps where I'm like, oh, by right. the way, I am a lamb when it comes to. And yeah. you shouldn't be. Oh, boy. You're an imposing figure with wonderful hair. I'm a bald guy. I notice good oh, hair. The hair is fantastic. You hate, now, does your mom hate your hair? Because it's, it's She pretty. has my hair. Does she keep it long like that? She keeps it shorter, but she has a bandana that she wears. Oh, okay. She looks like <laughs> nice. Brett Michaels. She's Brett Michaels. Oh, yeah. yeah. The well, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I'm just going to go watch you do stuff. That's impressive. Jordan Jensen's up We're at CB Live. We're going to get that show to happen. Yes. CBLive.com. We oh. get you off the stage and you just need to produce this show. Yeah. My mom's a lesbian. I know. And there's just a hammer for some reason and a fist in a hand. Yeah, I just a fist it. hitting an Amish guy's yeah. face. Has yeah. a guy ever like done smelling salts with you during sex or anything? It sounds like you just kind of go into a trance. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the yeah, eyes are open. Like, What's yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean she's alive. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just the whole the, the yeah. whole time being like, this is stupid. This is dumb. What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we do- This is crazy. Monkeys do this. Why are we doing this? This is silly. That's crazy. Have you ever been pregnant? I've never been pregnant. Yeah. Isn't that no crazy? Because a guy can't finish or? Yeah, right. Yeah. A very good point. Like, I don't know. I don't think she likes this. No, it's because as soon as they get close, I go, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you mean pull out? And I'm like, out get of out. my house. Out of my life. Yeah. Okay. Jordan, I, I like you. You're a fascinating person. I think I want to follow you around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> do don't, it. Don't agree to that so quickly. Oh, come around. Come on. Uh, Jordan oh, there's plenty. Is at cblive.com. Uh, oh, we, am I right about that? Shows tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. No Sunday show. Sunday show? Jake Velasquez featuring. Oh, Jake, Jake Velasquez. Yeah, we didn't Jake. even talk to you, Jake. Jake, you didn't grab the mic. I got worried you didn't want to do it. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, there was me. a mic to <laughs> You were great, It was a Jake. pleasure you were to great. be here. Are your parents lesbians or gay at all? You're unbelievable. You're that? What's that? Are your parents lesbian or gay? No, they're Then we have no interest in Jake Velasquez. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jake, you've been very good. You reminded me a lot of uh, Jordan during sex. You sat quietly in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate it. Jordan Jensen, thank you very much. Jake, you were pretty good, too. It's 98. That's Drowning Pool right there. Bodies. Can't get enough of that one. It's 929 here in the morning sickness, and we have to quickly get through this entertainment drill. Guadalupe Square's coming up in a little bit. Shinedown tickets on the line. That show's right around the corner, too. I think that one's the 12th of October. So we got that coming up on the, uh, geez, that's close. A month and a half. Everything's creeping up on us. Then, then we're, you know, 15, 16 days away from Halloween. What is going on? Uh, the Entertainment Drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, again, I tell you about the eight-month uh, course that is the blue level that we will graduate from. And that kind of time, somebody just emailed me. So you talk about the blue course. It's eight months, like your freshman year. How often do I have to go? Two, three times a week, you'll knock this out. You go any more, you'll, you'll blow through it even faster. But you're going to want to do it. for like the, It's the best eight months of your life when it comes to working out and, and doing stuff. Uh, again, the long gun training that we do all the time. Takeaway, learning about uh, third-party defense. These are words I didn't know before I started going there. Uh, we did a thing the other day with a long gun where you got a, a crowd is around and you got to find out you know, how to redirect the weapon and then get it out of there. 
and get, without shooting everybody. Yeah. The, you know, the least path, the path of least resistance. And uh, it's it's mind games. Like, you don't even think about that stuff. If you were standing out there with Ronnie on one side and Kirby on the other and somebody points a gun at you. What direction Where you do going? you direct it, yeah. right? So uh, there's a bunch of different avenues, and they teach all that stuff. Uh, handguns are a big one. Knives are the worst thing in the world. They teach you how to defend yourself against that. Machetes, uh, axes, everything else. And in that eight-month span, you're going to learn all this stuff and more while you're getting in great shape doing it. It is stuff you apply every day. I can't tell you how many times my brain says, oop, you learned that. Stuff we talked about this morning about that guy smelling butts. You can't take a swing at the dude. If you hit him and connect, you're the bad guy. All he was doing was smelling the air. Not illegal. Weird. But not illegal. You hit him, now all of a sudden you're the assault guy. But again, as we learned from the lawyer, $250 and some uh, classes, and maybe it's worth it. But that's up to you. Do you want that on your record? Uh, They teach you all that stuff out there. Self-defense is a lot more than just making sure you can fight. It's a whole lot of your brain involved, and they teach it all to you. ReactDefense.com is the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. According to uh, their latest reporting about Britney Spears, is currently she's a fragile... And in a hypersexualized state, she's super bipolar. That's that's what uh, what is it? The, the narcissist and the hypersexualized state has caused her to uh, cheat on Sam with an employee working at their home. And supposedly, there's a video of them. Well, there's a video of them in the backyard, or like a security one. Right? She also asked another employee to take a video of her naked. Yeah. And she's obsessed with knives. Keeps them all over the house for protection. Jesus. I told you. But the way she's prone to flying off the handle, Sam is more worried that she'll hurt herself or him. I'm predicting in the next 10 months, something horrible is going to happen to Britney Spears. She's got nobody looking out for her anymore. And all those fans that were like, free Britney, free Britney. You guys did this to her. She needed someone to leash her to the pole. She had to be chained up. You let her off the chain, she's like a rabid dog. I guess she posted something... The other day, say, talking about the impending divorce, uh, she did post a picture of herself on a horse, yeah. which she's going to buy for herself. <laughs> she wants to buy a pony. Yeah. Well, then she's going to fa- she's going to go Christopher Reeves, and how sad will that be? Hit me, baby, one more time. Mad Lord, yes, is killing me. Britney's different now. I'd still nail her. Pink is stepping up for Britney Spears. In her time of need. She needs pe- During her show in Detroit on Wednesday night, Pink changed the lyrics to Don't Let Me Go in order to show her support. The lyrics say, uh, tired of being compared to damn Britney Spears. She's so pretty. That just ain't me. Yep. She changed it to damn Britney Spears. Uh, sweet Britney Spears. Uh, that is a real tribute, Pink. Yeah. Way to get it done. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's what everybody noticed. You know too. what? Never mind, folks. The Forget problem's the over. See TMZ today. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Britney's out of the. Yeah, Britney's going to get like, wow, I seen the light thanks to Pink's lyric change in Detroit. Pamela Anderson says, ever since she released her memoir earlier this year, strangers on the street have been apologizing for misjudging her. Yeah. Kind of like what I did with Kip Winger. Selling more copies. Rotten Tomatoes celebrated their 25th anniversary with a fan vote of the top 25 films in the last 25 years. A fan vote? Yeah. That's going to end up being a Marvel movie. They're on there. Yeah. Um, of course they are. Or Meg 2. I just, no, I, that's not on. I saw Meg, Megalodon 2 
is 20% critics approval, 72% audience approval. And even, look, even if you're entertained by it, you can't say it's a good movie. 72% loved it. Stop it. Top 10. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Number 10. It's 2002. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Number 9. Parasite, number 8. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Number seven, The Matrix. Number first six, one. first one, Avengers Endgame. Ugh. Number five, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, All of them. Number first. four, Inception 3. Inception 3. And no, Inception is the third one. Is the third. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, three. I didn't know there were no, three of them. Yeah, three. Well, it felt yeah, like there were three while you were watching. No, is that long? Because Inception, Inception 3 is a movie within yeah. a movie yeah. within a movie. It's weird. It's. I think people say they like Inception. I don't think anybody actually got it. Number two is Interstellar. Ah, it's okay. Number one, The Dark Knight. That's the best movie of the past Rotten Tomatoes era. Yeah. According to the fans, it's a good movie, but the best. No. Top Gun Maverick was number thirteen. Your uh, No Country for Old Men, number eighteen. The greatest movies is the best movie ever. No Country for Old McMahon is even better. The Departed made the list in 25, number 21. Great movie. Departed's good. Yeah, those should have been in the top five. Actual movies that are good. Yeah, not those Lord of the Rings things. Lord of the Rings movies are fantasy fun for nerds. They they don't hold up either. Like, you don't want to watch that again. Sources say Taylor Swift has been offered the Super Bowl halftime show. She's turned it down. Good. But there's talk. There's she's just angling because they don't pay you to do the halftime show. But it sells a billion songs. Like you don't a need day it. later. Yeah, yeah. So but I mean, like, pile more on. I want to be the first to be paid. She'll get a spot. Pepsi will pay her. It's usually the Someone Pepsi halftime show. Pepsi yeah. will give her a couple million dollars. So that's the thing. It's like she doesn't need it. Then she should do it for free. But no, she wants a. She wants money for doing the performance and the benefits of being on that stage. And then people like me going, "Hey, that wasn't a bad Taylor." I did it with Tom Petty. I ended up downloading like six hundred songs Tom Petty's got based on his performance at the Super Bowl a few years ago. And I always liked Tom Petty. I didn't realize how much until then. This should be fun. Uh, Michael Jordan's son and Scottie Pippen's ex-wife are planning their wedding. I want to go to that so bad. Jordan's sitting there. Watching this, Pippin's there because why oh, wouldn't you be there? <laughs> Eat might. I don't think he, Michael's going to invite. I don't him. think he's going to be invited, but I think he's <laughs> going to be there. I showed up this call. That's my son up there. He's got to be there. He's going to show up. He's going to be in the window though. They're not letting him in. Lars is not going to invite Scotty into the party. Oh, that's a mess. Another hilarious part is Bill Cartwright will be yeah, there. Yeah, all the Bulls and will be Purdue there. Yeah. And, and all the, Dennis the, Rodman's the probably the best guys, man. Yeah. And, Luke yeah. Longley. Yeah. 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 All the dumb. Tony Kukoc. <laughs> Jack Haley. I don't remember you being on this team. There he is. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, all right. Uh, it's 937. We got a, a Guadalupe Squares to rattle through. Moe's not here again. What kind of decent Mexican misses work this often? This is ridiculous. Her ancestors have to be spinning in their fields. Uh, it's 9.38. we got the Guadalupe Squares coming up. You want to play? 585-9800. That's the phone number. We need a girl. We need a boy. We're giving away Shinedown tickets. They're next. All right. It is just about that time. We get her on going, everybody. It is time for those Guadalupe Squares that we know and love so well. However, 
Our hostess, Mo, has the flu. Now, a decent... Sure, uh, she does. A Somebody dec- revoke her Mexican Look, card. I was going to say, a decent Mexican shows up for work with the flu. And all those Mexicans out there listening right now going, I've had the flu for five years. I don't... Shut up. A Mexican with a bad digestion. Come on. That's the whole reason you guys eat the way you eat. So you never again. get sick from it. Your water is just loaded. Like... By the way, I learned this from Ariel America. You know Montezuma's castle? Yeah. Montezuma was never in it. Not his castle. What? Never had anything to do with it. It was like way before his time. Crazy. Why, people just going to it? They just were I can't with remember diarrhea the, visiting the, the thing? The people like- who, yeah, that's it. Because because diarrhea was originally Montezuma first. Yeah. And they just said, well, this is getting me. I'm going to poop all over. This is the castle. No, it was a, a sign to whoever was in charge of who they thought they'd found at the time. They never like, changed. No, I just decided that's what it's called. Because we're lazy. That's just lazy is what that is. Anyway, a little lesson for you. Uh, it's time now, though. Toledo will take over hosting duties. Don't hold them. Uh, don't be mad at them for that. It's time for your Guadalupe Square Shinedown tickets on the line. And here's your host of those squares, Mr. Richard Toledo. Dick, take it away. Thanks, Johnny. In the upper left square, it is <laughs> our so president, butt sniffer Biden. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's good. What do you mean? You mean some Alpo. Got a little Alpo. me? Yeah. No, I'm. Where's that clean. girl? Where's that Jordan Jensen? Where's she at? I'm gonna uh, smell she that was bottom. In this seat, you want to? Great ass. Let me smell that chair. <laughs> Can't get arrested for that. It's so weird. Yeah. Usually, I see you sniffing heads. I've been out there smelling asses for years. That's not a butt, Mr. President. What is that? Ooh. What is that? Oh my God! It's Brady's neck fold. <laughs> and? Yeah, it's not bad. It smells like <laughs> hot dogs and yesterday. What does butt smell like? Wow. Hang on, we got something here. Basil? Easy there, Chief. Yeah, it's basil and... <laughs> murder. Basil and murder? Yeah, wow. Murder. Your nose is Poor very good. Brady's got glizzy fever all down his back. I didn't have to go down to his butt to start smelling bad stuff. <laughs> butt sniffing. Yeah, it's not illegal. Uh, in, the upper, this morning. in the upper middle square, uh, she's been going through a lot lately. Uh, right. Part of the Blindside crew, well, Leanne Tui is here. I'm actually the Blindside. How are you, everybody? I'm Leanne Tui. I'm the stepmother of this savage no, known as not. Big Mike. <laughs> no, you're not. Big Mike, give an ooga booga. I'll translate. Jesus. Uh, I speak English just fine. Hi, my name's Michael Ower. Yeah, uh, the 14-year veteran, right? your... What he said as a translation was, this woman taught me everything I know, took me from a jungle, made me people. I'm Leanne Tui. We're going to do Blindside 2, which has a lawyer coming at me with some paperwork saying that I didn't adopt this savage. Michael, ooga booga, say I did. Uh, you did not do what you said you did, and you owe me some money. He ooga booga folks, and I'll translate. What, you- what he said was, I love the twoies, and I don't know why we're getting such bad press. It did sound like that. Can you imagine being Michael before he met me? Walking, missed so many blocks. Oh my god! Oh, he would have missed all the blocks, Brady. What's your favorite? He was eating out of the garbage, picking up <laughs> no wild, place to sleep, no place to sleep, just what? running you're, around sad. Foster homes. Till this beautiful white family called the Tuies stole uh, him up, made him an old lineman, and got great contracts in you the enslaved NFL. Enslaved him? No, we saved him. Enslaved. And saved. We enslaved him. We're the Tuies. We're called. Uh, we're, we're white saviors. Michael, ooga booga that I'm right. I hate you so much, bitch. You have no idea. <laughs> he said to all you can't understand his ooga booga crazy jungle talk, I love those twoies. I owe them my life. 
Blind Side 2 coming your way in theaters soon. Ooga booga, Michael. I hate you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> the upper right square. We've learned a lot about him over the last couple of weeks. It's Gay Obama. Yeah, there's a, a lot going on in the Obama camp. Your voice stays the same. I well, imagined it'd be a little different. Look, sister. <laughs> I don't show it all the time. I'm not going to express my true ways with you. I'm not attracted to you. Oh. Hey, Brady. Hey, Barry. Stop. <laughs> what you got you going on this Brett? weekend? Uh, hi, Brett. Uh, oh, hey, Brady. Man. Brett seems... Uh, Aggressive. Maybe a little stabby. <laughs> I have a feeling there'd be some uh, issues if we decided to show my erect piece what, of deal. Of you going away? <laughs> Brady, what's up for the weekend? Got a grill? I'm going to put some meat on the grill? Let's put some of my meat on your grill. What do you say? So I'll you raw like, dog with Brady all weekend. Do so you like bears? I'm into bears. Yeah. I like you a bear. from Chicago. Uh, Chicago bears. Uh, Go bears. Glizzy bears like Brady. <laughs> Lizzie Bear. Dad, I want to grease you yeah. up and hot dog you for hours. Oh, we'll have a good time. I, I, there's a Ted's hot dog in my pants with your name on it, if you're interested. <laughs> Gay Obama, all I want apologize is, uh, to Ted hot, Ted's hot dogs. I just want to reach down and feel stubble on some man's cheeks the, which while cheeks? I push him six to seven inches away and forward, oh, over and over and over. Why does that see? This is why I can't deal with Brett. Uh, have a seat, sir. <laughs> I really liked you. Brett, have you seen Barbie yet? Let me see your little smoking. <laughs> I haven't seen it. In the middle left go? I want to go in Brady's backyard. Oh, by the way, Brady, hilarious this morning when you did the thing about uh, Uranus. Oh, no. Thanks, Barry. I'd like, to, that, I'd like to photograph Uranus from behind. Oh, in yeah. the middle left square as we move on. <laughs> it's uh, real, Brent. It's real. Together, but it's Bill and Hillary Clinton. Uh, Hillary's in the same out square. Hey, warn in Arizona, there is a bitchy, wet woman headed your direction. Oh, she is busy wet. blowing. She is blowing right well, now. Man, man, oh man, it has been a long time since Hillary's spun and blown like this, but she's down there in the Pacific and she's had it Spitting and blowing? Usually oh, she spits. Wind. That's like a viper, that one spits. <laughs> Last time I saw a big, fat, wet woman coming at me like this, I got in trouble and impeached. <laughs> tell you what. Any tips for survival? Yeah, run from her. Anytime somebody says Hillary's on the way, hide. Kick the bitches out and just act like you were up to nothing. It's worked for you for how long? It's been a long time. Actually, a couple little stumbles in the middle there, but... Maybe that's why. And that ocean is heading your way, and it's called Hillary. And there, she's an ocean of a woman. And she's angry, you're going to just feel the wrath. So, yeah. Arizona, there's going to be a flood, not in a good way. Yikes. In the middle square, we learned earlier this week that he gets waffle oh. drunk. It's Ego Brady. Well, because... Shut up, Rich. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> That's so aggressive, man. Why am I aggressive? Because you're a f- Wow. <laughs> you've been to our Christmas party. Uh, you've been to our Christmas party. <laughs> I hate you. Wow. God bless, though. You're a good dude. <laughs> anyway, so I found out. <laughs> Shut up. A man's talking. I found out earlier this week that there's a ego better... Crunch in a bottle. Shut up! He's explaining it. Jesus, <laughs> nobody interrupts you. <laughs> hey, God bless you, good guy. You're good dad. You're good dad. So shut up. I can't do it. I'm trying. So they pour whiskey and egg about yeah. it. I found out that on Tuesday. How much did you have? And then on Tuesday, I was an alcoholic. It's official. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew. Hey, Brett, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? What's up, dude? What do you think about Brett? I like Brett. Here, I said it yesterday, but I'll do it again. This is funny. 
He reminds me of my wife. Because <laughs> he hasn't blown me in years either. <laughs> what? You guys, this is, uh, all I care about doing right now is getting another glass of this ego whiskey. Right, and well, then I want to punch, fight, and f- that's right. my game. All right, we'll sit back and drink. Yeah, well, I'll sit back and drink so they don't look at you, ugly. In the middle You're of the good dad. You're a good dad. It's his birthday. <laughs> or it was his birthday recently. It's Robert De Niro. I don't know what's going on there next door. To- Happy birthday, Bob. Thank you. Finally, somebody with a little manners. How's the little one? Happy birthday to me. Shut up. A man's talking. <laughs> That's two in a row. Brett, control your, control I, your rape. I'm working. <laughs> whoa, hey, whoa. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Right now, I don't, I'm not real happy with this. Where's the little Mexican girl? I like him brown. Everybody knows that. It's my birthday. I thought I was coming in here for a little, you know. That's after the show. A little brown time? Now I got you. I don't want that. Brown happy time? birthday. A little brown time. Going to brown town. I'll take you down to brown town. I've been there. I know what it's like. In the bottom Talk about blindside. I've saved a lot of black ladies, too. Oh, I don't know if I... I thought I'm out of black. Saying that. In the bottom left square, it's Brady's Secret Square. Give us a hand, Brady. Yes, hello, gentlemen. I would have been 142 years old today, but my brother Wilbur and I were... Okay, I know it. Aviation. Yeah, yeah, I know it further. Jeez, that's all right. That's it. There's only one guy with a brother named Wilbur that's famous, and we don't know... Uh, yeah, no, we knew the other guy was a red mocker. That's not it. Though. Yeah, All right. nope. Thank you, Brady. And the other one was a pig. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right, Charlotte Smith. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> in the bottom middle square, Cardinals are in, in preseason action this weekend, and he's oh, in all season form. It's Ron Wolfley. I got to get all hyped up and ready to go, David. The Cardinals are back in town, and we're ready for action. I got to get amped up a little bit. I got to get amped up a little bit. David, doop, doop. the trains leaving the station and the Kansas City Chiefs are bringing their Indian ways to our valley. Oh, it's going to be today. Oh, it's the Pantera gets me excited. I'm ready for this one. If ever words were spoken, all untrue. Oh, David, I said I love the Cardinals and I don't lie. Oh, I can't wait to watch Colt McCoy get it out there tonight. What word do you say more, David or David, Cardinals? David. Oh, David. All I wanted was a keeping. Someone like you, Guyer Marie. <laughs> and this weekend we get to see that Twinkie Fairy Patrick Mahomes on our football field. And I, for one, can't wait, David, to watch the Cardinals' no-name defense go up against Patrick Mahomes. You don't think the they're going to take him out? Oh, they're going to get to him, all right. And probably shake his hand and look at what NFL Super Bowl rings look like. Because as long as they're Cardinals, they'll never know. Ron, you've been to one Super Bowl. Oh, David, I've been to one. I've been to several as a spectator just like you. Oh, box. David, I get so excited. <laughs> Football is upon us, and I'm just ready to go. Give me some more Pantera. Love, you keep this love, David. Love, David. Love, you keep this love, David. Love, no card, no love. Oh, I got courage. You're kind of tender there. Oh, you have no idea, David. So excited. Cardinal football is back. The bird's nest will be packed full of Chiefs fans. In the bottom right square, (laughs) it's our boss. Yeah.
Ahoy, I set sail today. Ahoy? Yep, I've got my boat in the water. For Hillary? Uh-huh, I dodged Hillary. I'm in the Atlantic. Oh. I took the jet over to my boat in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yacht That's rock. New. Yeah, I took a little yacht rock. I popped off on the old boat. You've noticed Moe's not here. She's swabbing my deck like a good brown. Yeah. I think you can say that, Trey. I can. I employ them. I'm the Leanne Tui. No, of Mexico. No, no, you didn't yes. enslave anybody. I did enslave Mo from oh, a lifetime of on. best Western cleaning and made here. her a radio star. Now she's too sick to work. And I'm too cool to work. That's why I'm on a boat. Yeah. We call it El Blindo Sido. Or <laughs> I. Plucked Mo from the clutches of the best Western housekeeping crew. Shouldn't you have taught her football if that's how? It goes? No, I taught her how to mop harder. <laughs> and then I, I, I learned her English, and then I put her on the radio on KDKB and made her a lesbian. It's amazing. Good title for your autobiography, Mop Harder. <laughs> that's right, Mop Harder Mo. <laughs> yeah. All right, who do we have on the line? Oh, Lori's there, and then the call dropped. Lori's there. No, it's a good when the call gets fixed. I can say it. Uh, Lori. Um, good morning. How are you, Lori? <laughs> I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Lori, you tend to be a chatterbox. Don't do this. I won't chatter. I won't. All right, it. good. And then the other one's there. I don't know who this I, is. I guarantee it's the right one. Who was the other one? It was Steven. Steven, are you there? Hey, hey. Yeah, it's me. I knew. It's the way the phones, they this act like they drop them. They sunk. don't. Yeah, I know. All right, Lori and Steven are there. Lori, you're a girl. Pick a square. Okay, I'm taking the secret square. Okay, Lori. Who do you <laughs> Hello, think I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. With my brother Wilbur. With your brother Wilbur, right? Okay, so the answer is Orville Wright. Orville Wright, baby. Correct. Man, do I like how you say that? Orville Wright. I'm still not convinced you're a woman. All right, Stephen, you're up. Pick a square. I'll take uh, Ego Brady. Ego Brady. Yeah, I'll take Ego. I'll take one too. One for me as well. Give Stephen a shot. Hey, where's the tamale twinkhead? You're not the hostess. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Shut up. You shut up. You. I'm sorry. God bless you. Hey, Steven. Yeah. What's up? What are you doing? Oh, God. What are you doing this weekend, man? I got ego batter and I'll some work. whiskey. Oh, yeah? I want to come over and... I didn't hear what he said. Okay. Hey, where do you yeah. live, by the way? Where do you live? What, are you writing a book? I, I remember guy. hiring you as my biographer, Big Ed. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for you. Where do you live? Where do you live? What do you care? You're not coming over. Ever? <laughs> Door's not wide enough for that melon. All right, Brady, sit back and listen up. Shut up! Don't tell me. Here's don't, your question. Don't tell me what. Don't tell me what to do. The first waffle iron. I was could do brought your to, job. Probably could. <laughs> I could do your job. You don't do anything around here. I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> the first waffle iron was brought to America by Napoleon. Is what? that true or false? Napoleon is ice cream. Three different flavors, you idiot. Okay. The question so- doesn't make any sense. Napoleon ice cream did what? No. The first waffle iron. You're familiar with waffles. I know, but hey, watch it. You're not so slender. Was brought to America by Napoleon. Is that true or false? Uh, I got a question for you, Uh Quizmaster Dick. (laughs) What do you mention? What do you bench? Do do you even lift? Do you you even lift? I lift. Your mom. (laughs) (laughs) You man. Sorry about that. God bless. All right, calm down. Answer the question. You're good, Dad. You took on a lot of responsibility. I admire you. I respect it. That's kind of what dads do. That's right. Don't tell me like I don't know. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs>
Peter? Hey, you. Oh, no. Hey, bro. <laughs> I'm plastered. Your mom is my cardio. All right, I said it. All right, I said it. <laughs> Did he answer the question now? Yeah, kid, Napoleon ice cream's delicious. All right, but was the first waffle iron brought to America by Napoleon? Is that true or false? I don't know. Just give me an answer. Okay, True fine. or false? Waffles are French, sure. No, that's not an answer. That is, would be if he brought it over, so I'll say it's Just true. Say, okay, so he says true, Stephen. Do you agree or disagree? What? I disagree. That's right, it How is false. You? O gets the square. How dare you? Lori, you're up. Pick a square. Egos and whiskey. Okay, okay I'm going to take Bill and Hillary. All the ventures come my way eventually. How <laughs> you know? Hillary's out in the ocean fooling around. If you're busy this weekend, I can I can fix that fooling for you. Are there, you okay with that? I don't know where she. Uh, look, as long as it isn't me having to do it. <laughs> you ever you ever you ever seen like a drain snake come back out of the drain? Yeah. That's what Hillary's badge looks like oh! normal. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. Man. It's just wet and hairy. Oh, There's like it. broccoli oh, no. and eggshells. God knows what's on there. Sit back. Here's but your Lori, question. Right now, I know one thing. I just mentioned some plumbing. And, Lori, I will fix your leak if you've got one. If you've got any spots that are moist enough right now, I will fix that leak. I will I will plug it like Flex Seal. Ugh. Sorry, no, Lori. Thank no, thank you. She's a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, here's your question. The That's first lending library in the U.S. was started by Ben Franklin in 1731. Is that true or false? Ben Franklin started a lending library. That's, that's, I don't even know what he it was. He loved the ladies, too. Uh, yeah, lending library. Aren't all libraries lending? Uh, they weren't before then, apparently. They're just buying libraries. I don't know what's going on. I can't stop thinking what about, about Lori's wet spots. Do you lend books at your library? <laughs> no, they're all redacted. There's a lot of information I don't want you guys to know about. First lending library in the United States started by Ben Franklin. That makes sense. All right. He says, true, Lori. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That's right. It is exactly right. X gets the square. (laughs) Stephen, you can take butt sniffing Biden for the block. Let's do it. Right? This president. Oh, sorry. He's facing the wrong way. Looking at asses. Looking at asses? Or? Prove Prove me otherwise. Can't, you got a kid trying to figure out what's man on the moon. Because it looks like you're stumbling and then you're sniffing at look, the same time. Hey, look, Jack. No, 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 no. I wouldn't smell anybody's butt. What were you doing? Yeah, kids got questions. Everybody's trying to find out there's man on the moon or there's a, using stainless steel pots versus the nonstick. What? That's binomics. No, that's not true. Explain to people to understand. You're welcome for inflation. It saves the day. All right, well, how about this yeah. question then? Uh-oh. Oh, that's nice. It smells like a chocolate LeBaron. Oh. <laughs> You ever have one of those? Oh, Where's yeah. Barack? Oh, yeah. I have met Joe no, in a chocolate with a bear once. No, not both of you. There was a, uh, that was my nickname in the White House, <laughs> the chocolate with among, among many, I'm sure. Hey, Barack, remember that time you came in, came in all coated like the little girl from Poltergeist, only it was uh, brown? Uh, Found out that you unplugged some diarrhea in one of those uh, fellows. Uh, I remember that. Joe helped hose me off in the Rose Garden. Is that why your nickname's Carol Ann? That's right. We call Caroline. Come, come. Walk to the light, Caroline, we'd say. All right, Mr. President, here's your question. Does it, Barack Obama need a family? Because I'd like to rescue that one, too. By the way, I've changed my name. I'm no longer Barack Obama. Uh, now that you know about my secrets, I'd like to be known as Barack O'Blumpkin. Oh, and, uh, those are going for uh, $5 a day uh, over at Papago Park. I think I've seen your OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans. It's good that you saw them. Oh, Blumpkin. <laughs> All right. 
Mr. Biden, here's your question. I just made myself sick thinking about it. Make all of us Hey, that my square, what's this guy doing? He's always hogging the limelight. All right, sir. If Gotta they... keep him in the light or lightning bugs bother him all day long. <laughs> oh, That's no. true. That happens to Big Mike, too. That does not happen to me no. at all, ever. <laughs> he ooga-booga that he agrees, and he's happy that I keep the bugs off. All right, President Biden, here's your question. If they stood shoulder to shoulder, the world's yeah. entire population could fit in Los Angeles. What? Is that true or false? Shoulder to shoulder, Seven billion people walk side by side all the way across L.A. Not walking, just standing shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, they could way fit in Los that. Angeles. Go way into it. That's crazy. Seven billion people would take up almost L.A. Would take up all of L.A. Side to side. That's yeah. crazy talk. I'm not good with math. No? There's seven quintillion billion gajillions. That's not even close people. to what you said. No. You know what I'd do? Just walk behind that line of people's asses. Of <laughs> oh, my God. Be like a coke fiend. It'd be like what Hunter does, just constantly snorting. So are you, yeah. say, are you saying false? Yeah. False. No way. All right, Stephen, he says false. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. That's right. It is true. Ek, or O gets the block. I've been to a Dutch Brothers side by side. It took up all of Phoenix. And now, Laura, you can take Trip Reed for the by win. By the way, I just invented block. a new illness. You got all... Right, I'm Shut up, Laura, the matter target. <laughs> I hope you get asphid. What? That's right. It's new Chinese disease. You smell so many ass, you end up with asphid. Oh, asphid 19. Because hey. that's the legal aid. Go back to sleep. <laughs> She's taking the uh, block and the square for the win. Whoever gets this gets it all. Trip Reeb. Oh, I didn't hear her pick. Yeah. Thanks, Lee. Yeah. All right. All right, sir, the floating mechanism in your toilet is called a ballast. <laughs> the floating true? mechanism in my toilet is called dinner last night. No. Yeah. I left the floater. Hey, Ben, fish that out. Enjoy no, your weekend. that's not fair. Rudy usually uh, Can I have that out of there? I'd like to smell that. Me too. The floating mechanism in your toilet is called a ballast. Is that yeah. true or false? I don't know anything about that. Plumbing. Call Lawson Family Plumbing. Aren't they the ones that should answer these questions for you? I don't know. You don't have a toilet? Besides that, especially at your house, I don't go in the main hole. I go to the penthouse. I'm an upper deck specialist. <laughs> yeah! Check your top rack, Toledo. I left you a little tip. Well, that means you've been in my house. Yeah. I know. When you're at work, where do you think I am? Damn it. Why do you think that lady Walk smiles? Right that one. Certainly not because she's married to that guy. <laughs> Get back in your Put square. a smile on her face, Tripperoo. Right, so do, you, do you agree or disagree? Is that true or I'll false? I'll say that's true. All right, Lori, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, no. Um, that's such a weird question. Um, I would say that I disagree. All right. He wins. Steve oh! wins. It was false. Yeah. Oh, she lost on the last what? one. Yeah, you got screwed. Nice try. Sorry about that. Oh, no. Now, don't be upset, Big Mike. Nobody picked you, but it's not because of your size or your color. What? It's because they can't understand you. They understand me just fine, Miss Chewy. I'm tired of your ass telling everybody that I can't speak the language. But Mike just said, is he sorry so hard to understand? No, that's He's not got what he said. We all heard him. We're going to do another movie about it. Where I'm called the miracle worker, Leanne Tui. And you I teach and him to speak Keller? with his hands. Since it's so hard to understand a savage way. Maybe you should just sit a few plays out. No! If I sit a few plays out, he won't know what to do on the old line. Remember when the movie I taught him how to block? No, I don't think he actually 
You're a big coach. I was a big Mike coach. And Barack Obama, you're next. For what? I'm going to save him from himself. Oh, God. And bring him into white Tui land. We're starting a fun park called Tui land. Oh, no. Everybody that comes What's that going to look like? Well, you go into that area of the jungle, people. Oh, no. Th- Please be yes. quiet. And you throw baseballs and footballs at no. them. And the ones who catch them, you get to keep no. them. No. You get to keep one and bring it into your country club and impress all your friends. You're going to get us canceled. Blindside. Lean to you. I'm a, a decent white person. angel. I'm a white angel. Who else but me goes into those savage neighborhoods and plucks one out and makes him a celebrity? Too many people. Just me. Mr. Drummond. He had, <laughs> he had his savage people die so he could steal the children. I just took one. Well, the one... One of them died? Well, I scouted beautifully. 6'5", 260. You think I'm an idiot? He went pro. Touchdown. That's right. It's a touchdown, too. That's my nickname. I'm going to sue you until you a broke bitch. He just ooga-booga that he loves me. (laughs) Ah, translate. How do you not hear that? She doesn't understand him. God, she's such a... What a beautiful woman. They're going to work it out. They're going to work it out, Brady, because they're a family. I don't know. Be a lot going on there. Um, Michael Orr is going to kill her. All right, that's it. We're done. People really enjoy the uh, Bago Brady. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so much depth to that character. I enjoy it too. Boy, I know. It's a little bit deja <laughs> vu. I know there's a lot there. Uh, it's ten ten. Larry's coming up next in forty nine minutes and twenty eight seconds. He's going to give you some clues to crack the code, and you can end up in the snake pit at Metallica. Uh, on Friday or Sunday, he's got the tickets all over the place. Snake pit tickets. Larry's giving them away. Give a code out. You can start hammering them out now if you want. Texting 97936, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's on the app. I'm sorry. It's on the app. I screwed that up. Yeah, yeah. It's on the app. So you go to the app and you start guessing that way. So download the KPD app if you haven't already. And then crack that code. And you can go all day. First day, 18 people. Second day, 400. I don't know how that happened. But Larry will give oh, you a clue. Yeah, I know. But Larry's clues are actually really hard. Like, he's like, there's a one in the beginning and a seven, and that's it. And they got to just kind of work out the code. But he gets he's it. He's not giving anything away for free. Come on, you got to uh, work for it. <laughs> he's got the what Bradley, saying, Brad? Bradley Cooper face. <laughs> I didn't say that. Super syndrome. He's got Cooper face. Uh, we're all done. You guys have yourselves a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, or Monday, I guess, right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! From the Lerner and Rose studio, this is the Big Red Radio 98K.